hello, hello, and welcome to the Prickly Pens podcast. We are on episode 51. We are three friends, three writers, sharing not only our writing journeys, but a window into our conversations around the art of storytelling in the various formats like books, films, and video games, and also selective topics that make us ponder or generally piss us off. So let's start with introductions. Hi, I'm Gabby. Hi, I'm Julia. And I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Prickly Pens podcast and turning it over to Gabby Gabby. Gabby, take it away. Uh, So this week, um, I wanted to talk about, uh, I guess, it was like a kind of idea I had when I was watching, I think it was Gattaca, (laughs) when Mm -hmm. this is like the kind of dystopian setting. And I I love dystopias and like sci-fi and science fiction particularly. Um, but it just made me wonder how people, like, cause I looked up, like, I guess when the movie came out, which I think was like 80. Yeah, it was definitely eighties. Yeah. Oh, with Uma was. Thurman. It must have been, Uma right? Thurman and yeah, yeah. Ethan Hawke and, and Jude Hall. Law. Oh, mm-hmm. Jude Law back in the day. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it was like all, you know, um, it's like actors I recognize now, which, uh, I guess not necessarily weird to see them young because I've only known them <laughs> as older mm-hmm. actors in my head. But I always wondered, like, what did people think the future would be like? Because in the mm-hmm. 80s movies, you always see kind of like this dystopian thing. You have Blade Runner that has the, you know, extreme dystopianness right. with the robots mm-hmm. that are kind of human-like and to the point that you can't tell. Things like that. So, I mean, Well, I thought about cars that would be either not necessarily flying cars but right. at least roads that like, like the minority report like how they were like floating like, cars yeah, right like floating cars ground. are roads that right yeah. roads yeah. that would get you like yeah. we would build i guess maybe almost super highways but yeah it wouldn't be such a big deal right. to build these roads um i, I mean of course when you're younger you're not thinking about climate change right. <laughs> at, at least at least back in the 80s no oh, one yeah, was of course. talking about that like in school that was so you were thinking of using cars you weren't yeah. thinking about a city with bicycles no yeah. um and stuff like that well i think i think too because i mean i guess i found it the, the idea came in my head because of kind of like that where mm-hmm. now i'm trying to think what did i think the future would look like as a kid and you know, I was born in the nineties mm-hmm. and I mean, you had the movie, you had the many movies, like I guess I robot, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, I guess that was a big thing. Robots everywhere. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. AI. Right. Cause that was Jetsons. Remember that was um, the Jetsons. Yeah. The Jetsons had yeah. the r- robot yeah, but made and yeah. the dog, yeah, right? Wasn't yeah. a dog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the the dog. Dog. <laughs> yeah. So I think I thought of that. I thought of, um, I guess in the mid two thousands, you had a lot of like robot pets because I remember yeah. we had like yeah. a, a little for a hot minute. Oh, we the Tamagotchi, Tamaguchi. Did am I saying it Tam- right? Uh, Tamagotchi, you got it first. Thank time. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The virtual those, yeah, you had yeah. virtual pets. Yeah, the cheap ones though. Oh right, right. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry, off <laughs> brand. Sorry, that, uh, I'm that so only sorry. work for <laughs> yeah, work for two days. <laughs> for two days. <laughs> then you had the like the Nintendo dogs, which yeah. were like on your Nintendo one of the Nintendo things mm-hmm. it is like a, a, a little puppy that right. you get. So it's right. like, 
I thought more of that, mm-hmm. which I guess we have, yeah. we still have, but I, but, I guess because I'm, because I guess because humanity hasn't lived up to the future that we've predicted for several decades, right? That now I've kind of, I think everyone's mindset slowed down in the okay, it's not going to happen as fast as we thought. <laughs> well, I think I think that we had such a a burst of innovation um, during the industrial yeah. era of, you know, with the trains and the steam oh, and, and all of that, right. that it just seemed like civilization and humanity was moving so fast with all yeah. this major technology coming through, right. um, electricity and, yeah. and so on. And, um, and automation of machinery that it felt like we went into a slow pace where we're not seeing these major yeah. changes you know, um, I think they're just not major to us anymore. Like, right. I guess someone, but I mean, things are still, things like, are still moving, yeah, but it doesn't moving. feel yeah. like we moved from this kind of machinery to it this right, right now. It's like, Oh, we don't dial up internet anymore. We right. do yeah. Wi-Fi or something like that. Well, it's funny. Look at the music. We went from records yeah. to mm-hmm. tapes to right. CDs. And now yeah. it's digital. like digital, digital, so right. in some areas we have continued right. to evolve, but in others, strangely, yeah, you know, nothing. <laughs> and so, and then, I mean, we we I think not think I know we are in the era of microwave microwave um, uh, ovens. Yeah. Yes. And but that was in Star Trek. Um, oh, that was. In terms of when they were like in their cafeteria or whatever, right. Mm, right. and they would open, you know, you'd see them in the dining hall. Mm, right. You'd see them in the dining hall, and they'd open the, the the thing, and their food comes out hot. Yeah. Or I think the Jetsons had something like that. Do too. you remember, like, when they first came out? It was like I don't, I don't know. We don't. Well, I don't know if we know <laughs> right. enough about this for it to be safe. Like, yeah, should we, we be didn't, standing we away from it? it? Like. Right, we didn't buy it when it first came out. No, we didn't either. I like. I was not. That is just an abomination. And then when people (laughs) were cooking in the microwave, because it's one thing to heat reheat your food, yeah, but to actually dare you cook? cook? Oh my god! Oh my god! Right, right. And And now the air fryers are thing. I think is on that same. Like I don't know what 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 is right. happening here. Right. I, I don't I think we, is in it really fry? cooking. Is it safe for us to eat what it's doing? Yeah. I mean I don't know. Yeah. Because my father, for the longest while, he was like, "Don't heat my food in the microwave," <laughs> and so it's like all of us we we had changed, we yeah. had moved, and and then with the price, anything that's a technological advancement the price is really high in the beginning and Mm. then the price went down. And so we got the microwave and that's when it was dial buttons instead of push buttons. Um, and he was just like, no, I don't want my food in there. So his food was reheated on the stove and everybody else had it in the microwave. Um, but we learned pretty fast that cooking chicken in a microwave is not, yeah, does not taste the same. <laughs> yeah. I mean, microwave even now is still like really only good to reheat if it's already I, kind of warm. I yeah. agree. Well, they try to make you they cook try. with it because yeah. they have all the little yeah, yeah. buttons of what you can right. do, yeah, and the, they're like, "Look, disgusting. you can you can do a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> you won't like how it tastes, but it'll cook it right. for you." Right. <laughs> so. 
but yeah, all that to say, yeah, I I was fascinated with like the sci science sci fi setting and kind of that kind of focus on the future because mm-hmm. most most sci fi stories are based on the future or mm-hmm. I guess in Star Wars case where it's like far away and in the past, but um, but it's almost like the setting in the sci fi story has its own character, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they it sometimes it's even the antagonist to the the main characters of mm-hmm. the story sometimes right. compared to fantasy where i think sometimes the setting is just a set piece for all the stuff to start happening right it's an enhancement yeah to... but it doesn't always necessarily affect yeah. the characters well it yeah i mean like when you're on a of, right yeah. like when you're on a foreign planet yeah or another planet yeah. everything's foreign i suppose <laughs> outside <laughs> of where you are but in on another planet then the planet is the yeah the thing that is going to, to drive the story right. a bit it's just out of curiosity like what's the first like futuristic dystopian like movie or show that really like the first one you saw i mean i can say oh, for the me first... it was it would i just remember star wars and my parents taking us to like the the mm-hmm. drive through like mm. the big, you know, stay in your yeah. car, watch the screen yeah. type of things. But I think it was like such a big leap into the future from where we were. It's almost like the in-between part about trying to get there was like fantastic. Yeah. I, you know. I don't know my first because I think I feel like by the time I started watching stuff, there were so many sci-fi kid shows that oh, okay. I couldn't, I can't like place an actual show yeah. that significantly. I, I, I will like, say, Whoa. yeah, I, I don't know what my first one is, right? but I know what, which ones kind of like still stick in my head. And that gotcha. one of them is, um, one of them is Soylent Green with, <laughs> with, um, Charlton Heston. <laughs> and that was so dystopian and yeah, it was, um, food shortage and the um and because resources were running out um that they the elderly right and i guess i i don't know if it was more than the elderly because i i I don't remember that part clearly but (laughs) they were basically (laughs) recycling them for food yeah oh my (laughs) I'm glad so I they were serving <laughs> so they were serving these it was like this company that was um advertising their food resources and it kind of matched how we may see um a company here right. um one of the big food suppliers advertising you know we grow wheat and we do this and we right. you know and mm-hmm. so on and so on and so it was like for the for the government it was like we will feed you we will be able to curb the um the the lack of resources and so they mm. had these little <laughs> these little crackers <laughs> and um and I, i've never seen i know the story but i've never seen the movie <laughs> charlton heston was a like a cop or something like that and you had outlaws so you had people who had like like i remember this one person had uh, he went, he was, he was doing a raid on their, on their, um, home or something. And, um, he, I don't think he was a good cop. 
Mm-hmm. And um, and I know people who've re- watched Silent and Green is probably like, oh, you're getting it all wrong. But <laughs> I, I'm, t- I'm just going with I, what I you didn't remember, look this right? Up, what yeah. I remember. And so he goes in and he spies a, a teaspoon sitting on a saucer with jam. And that was oh. either outlawed or it was no longer available or whatever. And um, so he knew that they had uh, illegal um, or right. Right. And so I think he licks the spoon or something. And it was just like the sensation of, of eating the strawberry jam or whatever that he's never had, you right. know, never tasted and so on. Um, but it's that, it's that idea of resources running out. Right. Um, and, and being, um, do you and the most vulnerable your society are you going to be a society that protects them yeah in this in this or do you you know get rid of them so like i said uh, i'm glad i never watched that movie <laughs> <laughs> i always like to watch like sci-fi things that are, have like a happy vibe to them oh well i don't do you think remember- your parents were going to be taking you to take you all the scene <laughs> do you remember like logan's run yeah, like that in DC. Yeah, and um, <laughs> what? A, oh, Star Trek was on too. Mm-hmm. Almost forgot oh, yeah, that. I have, yeah, the series. I have notes for that. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. But it, for me, it was like the very dystopian settings yeah. right. had more of an. As I got older, right, that had more of a reality an feel. Mm. Yeah, reality. It, like that felt closer to reality. Yeah. Than, oh. Yeah. And uh, I and I, you know. I don't know. Yeah. With well with I guess like with settings I feel um I mean yeah, science fiction usually the setting is focused on tech, time travel, outer space or scientific principles that affect the social principles. Um but I guess they're not always dystopian. I mean, one big thing is like the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek is that Star Wars is a dystopia and Star Trek is a utopia. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see that with like the way their spaceships are, everything in Star Trek is very uniform, very clean. Uh, everyone gets along despite being from different, eth- you know, ethnic yeah. races or alien races. Alien race. Meanwhile, <laughs> Star, yeah, Star Wars. You're, oh yeah. And the Star Trek, they're getting rid of the big bad, I guess for the big mm-hmm. bad is their dystopia. Mm-hmm. But for, you know, for the mo- most part, everyone's technologically at, at the pinnacle mm-hmm. of what the society can do. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Star Wars, it's, you know, it's space Nazis. So it's like everything is, everyone's fighting over the same resources and the same right. planets, uh, the same leadership or social positions. Right. Uh, not mm-hmm. everyone has enough money uh, and everything's kind of scrapped together. Even their spaceships look kind of scrappy compared to Star Trek. <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs> And so the world of Star Wars and Star Trek tell the stories of the society mm-hmm. and the characters, mm-hmm. which makes the characters uh, react in a certain way. Um, and I feel like with sci-fi, depending on the era, you definitely can see what the people were afraid of <laughs> or mm-hmm. the worries of that society mm-hmm. through their sci-fi movies because True. it's like the settings tended to be focused on, like it was a tweaked version of whatever reality was, which could, yeah. be, could be why dystopians are so feel so real. Mm-hmm. Because we might view what our potential future being is, right? Because especially now with with where yeah. we have um, 
you know, we see like Death Valley a couple of days ago, the water's rushing through Ugh. it from yeah. whatever flood yes. right. or a wildfire or something so that these dystopian movies from 20 years ago Might be showing like real. right like <laughs> like we're 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 going through what right. we showed 20 yeah. years ago as a setting um, right it's almost like deja vu but not it's like right yeah. right and then in terms of a movie like minority report where you are um going after people before they commit the crime through um prediction of behavior yeah. and so on we t- we're doing that now yeah. in in terms of judges are using whatever predictions, predictions and, yeah. and data yeah. to um give people sentencing yeah. or looking at the possibility the, yeah, right. of them committing the crime yeah. again how much more likely so, is this person to, right you know, oh. so our future based on some movies are pretty feel mm. Um, as if we are trying to harness our our human our humanity, yeah, like mm. we're trying to make Almost like understand it, understand it, but also like put a put rules around it, yeah, yeah. right. And so now we have technology also, of security, I, I, like China has so yeah. much. I think you can it's technology the idea security. that you can control it or can think can predict it right ne- you necessarily can't <laughs> right but they're okay with I feel like in in some societies and some governments yeah. they're okay at failing at predicting it like yeah, yeah. like they don't mind if some people fall through the cracks yeah. <laughs> as they try to crack yeah. down I on those, those more um, people communal. right. Collateral yeah, damage, yeah. Part, right? Fine. Right. In their eyes, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Parts of East Asia where, because it's more of a communal society, it's like you are working for the community, not for your individual self, like we have in the West. Mm-hmm. So we care about the individual in the West. I mean, yeah. not that they don't in Asia, but it's it's just a different basis of yeah. They're, they're right. Their their value system base. is different. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like Handmaid's Tale is uh, another to me show of of again a structure of stuff so go ahead um so i wanted to start from like the kind of beginning in a way or not beginning beginning but early tv and film and then the the really famous books that we know now Mm -hmm. (laughs) um the 1930s and you can see with that's the first not the first dystopia but i guess the earliest popular one which is brave new world by Aldous Huxley yep. in 1932, um, which influenced yeah influenced every dystopian after that. Right, <laughs> it's the whole typical social system that people are you know tiered and people don't have enough money, economically depressed, environmentally environmentally depressed. It's, it's and they created the Big Brother term, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was I think. Oh, that was 84. Yeah, 1984. Okay. I had um, to read them back to back. <laughs> So, so they're like one big book to me. <laughs> they came out close to each other. So. But yeah, so it's like you see that. You also see the beginnings of space travel um, in, in stories. I mean, it's not the first time space travel and stories have been around actually since the medieval age, ages. But this is more of like more tangible technology for modern sensibilities. Um, and one of them was C.S. Lewis's Out of the Silent Planet. And a Martian Odyssey by Stanley G. Weinbaum. 
And so you're seeing space travel. Again, it's the 30s, so it's well before right. <laughs> there's any, like, tech for it. Right. <laughs> um, but it is, you know, the idea that you, you know, land on a planet and then you have to deal with the aliens that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in the 40s, I see a lot more of the... Because you had, I mean, 30s, you had the people who survived World War One and the beginnings of World War Two, and then in the 40s, it's World War Two is solidly a cultural thing. Um, so you see George Orwell's Animal Farm. Oh yes, which is like mm-hmm. you know, take on fascism and the rise exactly. of it in 1984, which is the futuristic fascism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the same thing. So yeah, it. it it's like you had a lot of stories with that, mm-hmm. that sort of, and I guess with, I mean, I would say with, you know, with what was happening in Europe with Hitler and stuff, it's like, yeah, it makes sense that your stories would be focused around yeah, that. Yeah. 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 And, and to them, the future would be a dystopian fascist state. Yeah. Um, right. For them. Like that's what you could see them predict. Uh, also, well, I didn't depressing. know this. <laughs> but go ahead. Also, I, I didn't know this, but um, uh, Robert A. Heinlein, who made Starship Troopers, I didn't even know it was a book. Mm, yeah. So he he started out with his stuff. So I was just like, oh, which is also still space fascism. <laughs> like yeah, if you break right. down the actual story, that's what it is. Right. As silly as the movie is, yeah, the movie is a uh, commentary. I couldn't even on get through it, it, but yeah. Oh, no, it's I love really it. good. I oh. love it. It's, 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 so, it's so it's so goofy. It's, and well, that's it. <laughs> there's a layer of <laughs> I can't of, do it. Like, <laughs> that and Sharknado, I can't do because, it. <laughs> well, I would say Starship Trooper <laughs> is like underneath the silly facade is a very serious story. Oh, really? About space about space fat it like it looks silly but then you see you pay attention to the lines the actions that people are doing like oh this is this is like hitler in space this is like that oh really that's what maybe i'll give it another shot but yeah it it looks silly but it's not like it's not as silly hard pass i mean yeah right I think that it's 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 making fun of propaganda right. and, and people oh, okay. idolizing the military. Yeah. So it looks goofier than I no. think the subject is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know okay. why they chose to. I don't know why they depict did it, that way. it in that Portray way, it. but yeah. but yeah. right, but it kind of it kind it's of a dark works. Story. It's a dark <laughs> oh, story. Yeah, it takes I'll away try. from the, some of the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> of it. But okay. it's, it's, it's under the cult classic yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. thing. I'll try it. I'll try and it those, again, people. Okay. The, the, the bug aliens that were vicious. Yeah, and suck your brain out. Yeah. Well, I was just like, in the, in the movie, they slice through the soldiers so easily. I'm like, stop shooting it. Clearly, clearly that didn't work the first time. Why are you going to keep doing it? <laughs> but they're like, I'm going to stand here and keep shooting. And yeah. I'm like, I would have ran by now. It just, it just <laughs> felt like a graphic novel. Yeah. And oh, that okay. somebody took the because i could see it as a graphic novel oh, yeah, yeah. I, could I could see, see the the mayhem like attack on titans style. right yeah right yeah. an attack right. on titans yeah, yeah. um kind of thing yeah. have you ever right. no you, I haven't you don't seen watch that anime yet. that one is another kind of that's not goofy at all no <laughs> it's I pretty didn't, dark not even <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of those where like after you need a drink you're like oh, oh geez okay. i was like it's intense yeah it's intense <laughs> But anyway, um, but <laughs> I guess in the in the fifties, you kind of had this um, 
I mean, the 30s and 40s are considered the golden age of sci-fi when you have... But I think the the 30s and 40s to me establish a lot of the tropes we have now. Mm. Mm. The 50s, it's like the boom in American consumerism. Uh, war is over. I guess Cold War is kicking in. Yeah, Cold War is kicking in. There's a lot of stories about monsters. Yeah. Um, alien invasions are... There's a ton of them, and that could be right. communist invasion being yeah. the... Yeah. Thought in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Or the one, what's the, the famous one where it came in and just stood there? I think, it, I, I don't know if it was going to count down. Um, oh. oh um, uh, <laughs> I can the, hear the music in the background because right, the keyboard yeah. was like. And it was silver. Uh, yeah. Um, oh. The Day the Earth Stood Still? Yeah. Is that one? Yeah. 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 Okay, the yeah. Day the Earth Stood Still, but then you also had Fifth Element. Yeah. Not oh, Fifth the, Element. Not um, the one where the music plays. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. It's the one That's with Dreyfus, right? Wasn't Encounter. Encounters. Was it... Oh, yeah. In... Encounter of the Fifth Kind. Oh. F- yeah, encounters of the Third Kind. Third Kind. Was it I third? Don't, I don't know which <laughs> Whatever kind. Fifth. It was Fourth a good kind. One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Look, folks, we usually do research so yeah. that we ha- can remember titles. So we're well, just I talking have titles, here. just not the particular ones you guys are saying. But... <laughs> She's the... trying to relate people, but I mean, I know. Michelle and I go way the... back. We're, we're scrolling her, her, her presentation up. But <laughs> go ahead, Michelle. Well, oh, I'm sorry. The... I mean, go ahead, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh... I also, I guess I saw a lot of movies when I thought about it of like the whole nuclear holocaust and the nuclear thing, which is Godzilla. Mm. It's like a oh, monster that yes. was woken up by Which nuclear. I didn't know Godzilla and King Kong were in the same universe. I didn't either. Until they battled it. Wait. Did they battle it? No, they didn't battle. Yeah, they ever. battled. Did they? Uh, recently, I recently. think. Recently. Oh, but oh, oh. The people who made them, I think they originally were separate, but they were brought. It's almost okay. like um, Predator and Alien, technically but separate. Don't, but right. don't confuse me. Yeah, because then when they started bringing, I was like, I didn't know Godzilla was in King Kong's world. Like they could have been the, friends. <laughs> Just kidding. That's the, that's the weird. When I was looking up sci-fi movies. Uh-huh. That was the weird part with the 30s, 40s, and 50s. There were so many giant ape movies. I'm like, were people afraid of giant apes? What? There were there so were? many. When you look at the list of movie yeah. titles, you're looking yeah, like there's, there's a lot so of, many there are giant, a lot of ape just movies. apes terrorizing oh. people. It's like, Because you remember, <laughs> then you had the long-running Planet of the Apes with Charlie I was Charlie very Hesden. disturbed by yeah. that, especially <laughs> the ending. That's the... That's the 60s, but it's still apes. Yeah, it's still apes. It's, it's a weird... I was like, why are we so obsessed with apes coming to get people? I know, Because I'm like, right? I've never been worried about apes. No. In my life. Well, right. I think because around the 60s, 70s, wasn't it when um, the woman, Diane, was it Flossie? Oh, did oh, she... Oh, like, yes, yes, yes. When oh. she was working with the animals and stuff. But I guess the and how they showed how that, intelligent though. they <laughs> like, were. Because we have, a, because we have this fascination yeah. that we can domesticate and, and yeah. teach them. Yeah. And yeah. then they will take over, almost yeah. like the an AI kind almost of thing. Almost like, where, yeah. Yeah, where we will well, input data and they will do whatever. That's where you get Isaac Asimov's... Uh, iRobot, the the book mm. comes out. The blob mm-hmm. comes out, which again, alien monster. Oh, I love that just the blob. Terrorized. I like the um, blob. Yeah. War of the Worlds. The film oh, came yeah. out. Mm-hmm. World Wars Radio. I know it was early. I think that was Suri's. Didn't know. that scare people? Yeah, they didn't know it was a fake broadcast okay. because he made it sound like a real broadcast. Oh God! Of like an alien thing landing. Invasion. In, 
invasion landing in Kansas or something. So people were like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening in Kansas. And then after the entire radio show, then it was like, this is a fake broadcast. Meanwhile, people are now panicking because they think packing oh, cars oh is full of aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever see this little snippet online where this girl just got her teeth pulled and so the brother played oh, a prank the, on her and said oh, that yeah, they were yeah. zombies and, yeah. you know, mm. choose your cat or your dog. Right. And like, my cat, are you crazy? And she was like all like, she had yeah. cotton in her mouth and was, it's just not nice to trick people into thinking something <laughs> like that is actually happening. I think, I think the guy who did it, I think he just thought it sounded like a radio show to him because that's. Yeah. To him, he was like, of course, this is not real. And meanwhile, everyone listening is like, there was no hint that this yeah. was a sudden yeah. radio show. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like a broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, in the 50s, a lot of monsters, a lot of a lot of like allusions to communist invasions that mm-hmm. were yeah. like alien invasions, yeah. but clearly... Like communists yeah. that are really Martians. Well, yeah, because you, you, like, the propaganda stuff was yeah. to get you to be afraid of communism yeah, exactly. and yeah. that it's a, this evil. Yeah. And then the and, um, American astronaut yeah, saves right. the day. Right. So, well, right. us against like Mother Russia kind of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, and then, do you remember like school drills, Michelle? Like, yeah. You were here at mm-hmm. that time. Did you know? Did mm-hmm. you practice like getting under your desk? <laughs> I don't remember going under my desk. I, I no, because everything we worked, we went outside. Okay. I don't remember hiding yes. under the desk. Well, we I remember hiding under the desk when I was in school. <laughs> in school, yeah, mm-hmm. we didn't. Which wouldn't do, wouldn't save you. By the way, going outside is worse. Well, I but know. <laughs> that wouldn't I save know. you either. I, no, when I say go outside, I think it was just fire drill. We didn't uh, do fire drill. Yeah. Okay, a nuclear yeah, yeah. hit or anything yeah, like that. No, um, because remember the movie. Mm, here we go again, because I can't remember the title. Dawn. <gasps> Red Dawn. Dawn. Oh, yeah, Red, Red Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. yeah, with Patrick Swayze. Swayze, right. Because uh-huh. that was also, wasn't that, was that a communist thing? Yeah, that yeah. Was a communist thing. Right. Yeah, like an invasion. Again, right. right. So, yeah. and and that one was another one where it was like, what if? What if yeah. this happens? So was a, a lot of 50s were like, like uh Fahrenheit 451, mm-hmm. the book, mm-hmm. um, by Ray Bradbury. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, it's fascism, but communist fascism and mm-hmm. destroying of stuff. And yeah. again, uh, a lot of monsters, a lot of alien invasions that basically I'm like, this is just communism. But it just, <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't that feel again, once again, if that was in the 50s or 60s, don't we feel that that's kind of the stuff that we're seeing now where you have these, movements these baby movements on the far right trying to emulate emulate these the same kind of fervor that we saw as a as a (laughs) fictitious thing and then (laughs) it's like that's i'm like okay this is feeling kind of real yeah so the 60s were interesting to me in that now we're actually getting utopias by this point it's been dystopia for the past 30 years, 40 years. So now there's hope. The hippies. Yeah, the hippies. Yeah, the 60s is like this hopeful. The introduction of marijuana. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Woodstock, right? Woodstock? Right, Woodstock. (laughs) So that's where you get the Jetsons. Ah. The Jetsons are by, you know, Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. You get Utopia. You got 20 
um, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. It's a utopia turned into AI killer, but it's the right, beginning. The beginning is, or the first half at least, is, is pretty much a utopia. Like mm-hmm. society is in space and we're comfortable it's and everything's perfect. fine. Mm-hmm. And um, you have that with Star Trek, utopia, same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a lot of utopian stuff. You had yeah. your like, Planet of the Apes. You still have your old school mm-hmm. You know, humans yeah. are gone. Everything went hell. It hadn't basket, mm-hmm. basket, but for the most part, it's it's looking up. It's not as mm-hmm. depressing as the other decades. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why. I'm like, what happened? And like in the sixties, you know, the beginning of what Vietnam. Well, you're getting further away from from the reason for the yeah. dystopia. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. You so just timeline time, wise, it would have the, the ki- those kids would have been in. The, the right. children of the World War II people would have been in a high school. Right. So, right. so you get further and further away from a wartime condition. Yeah. yeah. And further away from, because um, at this point, the government was, after the, there was a boom, economic yeah. boom, yeah. with building houses yeah. and factories and so on. There's so, an economic right. stability. A, right. So things so were you, looking up. So yeah. And the drugs, out, so were flowing, the drugs are flowing. The drugs are flowing. Yeah, birth control, I think, is, is working. Is chillaxing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 19, um, yeah, the space race of 1969 right. was when we first got to the moon. So right. I guess if you're looking at it, you're like, of course, we're going to be right. Right. In, Living there in soon. the year 2000. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be yeah. on the moon. We're going to be on the moon. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes sense. Um. But then you get to the seventies, and it goes kind of a little bit back because there was a recession. Because <laughs> yeah. as the oil, you remember cars were lining up to get yeah. gas. I yeah. those, well, I only know them in documentaries, but the <laughs> but like uh, and technology is not as perfect anymore. Or yeah. like so that's where you get the Logan's Run, where a utopia that has a hidden. Mm-hmm. dystopia underneath. Like right. a menacing because like, it failed. Oh, yeah. What's really yeah. going on? It's like, oh, something yeah. else is going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you have the you have Star Wars, which is seventy seven, which I think is also to me it's almost like the counter to Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Right. You see a lot yeah. of very that. different. Yeah. 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 The, the counter to the utopias. Yeah. You have Alien, which is like, we're in space now. The first alien movie is seventy mm-hmm. nine. Uh although I would see Alien as an eighties the first one though is very late seventies style. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But the other ones are yeah, 80s, they're eighties sure. definitely. Um, but yeah, so it's it still has space travel. Yeah, not exactly. as perfect. But what right and what they're showing in each character is almost a, a stereotype of our society. Mm. So you have you know um, each person has a personality that is you know, like a two-dimensional personality Mm -hmm. of what's happening here. Mm -hmm. And it's just that it's now in space. So you have the person who's greedy and, you know, it's almost like... Person who's a coward. Right. So it's like Jurassic Park where you have the lawyer, the, you know, the the, (laughs) Mm -hmm. the mathematician, the this and that. And and each person is fulfilling a social role role and, and how they handle stuff. So... It's more, I guess... But it's in space. Slightly more <laughs> tangible socially. It's not utopian, but we're still in space. Yeah. We still made it right. to the moon by this point. So in your head, you're still thinking, this will be in space. Mm-hmm. We'll right. have the same issues. Yeah. It won't right. be utopia, but we'll be in space when this happens. Right, <laughs> exactly. Um, and then you have the 80s, which I always think of the 80s as like futuristic tech that for some reason still looks like 
80s tech. <laughs> like, yeah, bulky. It's it, super advanced, <laughs> but yeah, extremely bulky. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like you have the alien movies where they're in full-blown space, space colonies, spaceships, mm-hmm. and they're doing all this advanced stuff, but right. the computer screen is like smaller than my phone because right. it can't see <laughs> mm-hmm. anything properly. <laughs> and everything's in binary. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, you have Back to the Future, same thing, where it's like oh, Ace yeah. clothing. Yeah. Because it's funny to watch Back to the Future where they predict the future. It's like, well, just more 80s, a neon 80s. Yeah. That's yeah. what it looks like. Well, yeah. I, I think they wanted us to relate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel yeah. ourselves there. Right. right. You know? I think, well, and I, I think that this is maybe they were, 80s was so optimistic despite yeah, yeah. the financial issues that were happening, economic issues, but you still had this weird. But bubble I guess, of but capitalism of was happiness. Like, right. So New York's, uh, stock. So is our like future is point. the capitalist. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So everything is very consumer friendly. Right. Everything's very bright and it's yeah. like, yeah. Shopping malls were the thing. It was brand yeah, right. new coming in. So yeah. it's They were pushing like, a lot of products too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At the, in yeah. the movie itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that's also where I guess you get the hoverboard. Some of the tech mm-hmm. that oh, we yes. know, like that we have in our heads now, it's, yeah. it's like the hoverboards and I guess yeah. the phones, but phones have yeah. been, the idea of a phone's been around since Star Trek because right. they have the communicators. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which I, I, I think I saw somewhere that the guy who made the first flip phone, he was a huge fan of Star Trek. So oh. that's why he made uh. that shape because it was like the communicators in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you flipped but they it were up just, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think everyone just liked the shape, so yeah. it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, that's yeah. funny. Never even thought about it, but yeah. Um, and then, and then again, with technology being the um, well, the the idea of security and technology became part of the futuristic um, uh, thing yeah. in movies because that's James Bond period where yeah. Oh, yeah. where <laughs> in the tech. when he started in the 50s right or 60s um, His it's actual watch. right it was actual yeah. spy wear right from that was used in the yeah. Brit by the British and um, there's a there was one of the shots where they have his little watch and it like you know how, like, our, I guess you have Apple Watches now that mm-hmm. tell yeah. you, you know, like, mm-hmm. meet me here or whatever. It was, like, printing out right. <laughs> oh, yeah. a little piece of paper <laughs> for him to read. And it's like, go to the British Embassy at this time. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you're so close. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of that, a lot of that stuff is what we have now. Yeah. But also that they, that governments perfected some of those yeah, things, right. actual things. Right. And... It is part of um, when they do, uh, especially with, I guess, futuristic um, Mm. movies um, and uh, Minority Report and things like that, where you are tracking people. Mm -hmm. Like, that is actually a thing now. (laughs) Well, I guess the 80s were like Terminator, too. Oh, but those were. That was like far future and a lot of time travel movies, I guess. Yeah, the 80s had several time mm-hmm. travel movies, Right. Which I don't yeah. know if we assumed that we would have closer to time travel. 
Mm, well, we certainly say, assumed we'd be closer to aliens in some form. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, right. we did think yeah. that for sure. Um, and space travel. Space travel right. is definitely like, I, clearly in, in the movies, people thought we would be a little bit more active in space. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like the 90s is when the security, the, the, the whole technology being used against humans yeah, very nice. um, came in in the 90s where that euphoria yeah. from the 80s has kind of wound down yeah. so that it's more menacing. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the future yeah. now is more... Um, yeah. is less aliens and more about controlling yeah. you. Yeah, that's what I yeah have basically in my notes is 90s. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of man manipulating tech mm-hmm. yes. to do bad or more, more social control, a lot more social commentaries for the setting, mm-hmm. sci-fi setting. So you have Jurassic Park man manipulating right. tech to manipulate DNA to make something that shouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah, right and now. they keep um, not learning their lesson because they were on movie number yeah. five. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you have Gattaca, same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like man manipulating tech to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Matrix man messed up the world and now <laughs> right. oh. talk about <laughs> manipulated tech and the tep- tech manipulate it back yeah <laughs> that's pretty much what right that is total recall same thing man mm-hmm. ma- manipulates tech mm-hmm. right and, and causes a dystopian issue um so 90s yeah it's very much like man does something and it bites back yeah you know it doesn't good times like good times during yeah. the 90s <laughs> <laughs> but great movies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Fantastic that's what i'm saying um, we had some great movies to watch yeah and now i feel like the because I I only have like nine up to nineties because today to me uh, I feel like it's a lot of which I feel like you see in the, also in the early two thousands which it blends from the nineties into now of uh, a lot more social commentary of modern stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as high concept as like mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yeah, we right. brought our thing. Everything's down, down yeah. on like a right. very contemporary level a yes. lot of futuristic stuff is near future versus far future far future mm-hmm. usually it's like oh in the next five years this will be an issue because That's i think we start stories. realizing that some of the things that we thought we could do or would be able to do is just physically impossible right. or you'd be so At old point. if you yeah. were to, to <laughs> yeah. shoot yourself yeah. out into space <laughs> yeah. to get to the next planet yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah well yeah it's like we have better <laughs> concepts of what space travel is right. so the average right. person knows that like oh no I'm never getting to Pluto (laughs) in my lifetime. I'm never going to see another planet. Um, And and we know that, like, I think despite the fact that people got excited with Mars, I think everyone knows, like, no, this is going to be really hard to get to even (laughs) get out of the atmosphere, let alone get to Mars. That's why I think that, you know, (laughs) how you'd see in a movie, and especially um, a science fiction movie, it'll say, maybe back in the day would say the year 2050 and now you better go for like year 5000 yeah. yeah if you if you're trying to use mars as a setting yeah, right. yeah you want to use mars <laughs> you better you better push it so far out yeah. that, that it's probable okay. yeah. it's yeah. probable and even like cuz i guess black mirror is the big like you know thing for futuristic stuff but i feel like you have ready player one and that's another one where it's oh, like yeah, yeah. vr and mm-hmm. 
that oh, one's closer true. to more realistic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? With, with especially with Facebook doing having the meta thing, VR gaming's been around for the past ten years. Well, been for around for like decades, but right. the big parts of VR and, and video games have been around for the past ten years, and it just keeps getting better and cheaper. So right. I'm like something like Ready Player One doesn't seem far fetched, right? To me. Yeah. Um, it's still just like, dystopian well, yeah. because yeah. you're escaping from your yeah, you're escaping from, from your world. world. Yeah, but it that one is like yeah, I can see that. Happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, there's <laughs> there's a series. I think it's still on Netflix, um, and they're not doing any more of it. But uh, it was a book series, Altered Carbon. Oh, okay. oh is that um, good? Oh, I love it. Really? I absolutely love it. Yes. Um, <laughs> I need to watch it. And, and yes. <laughs> Okay. I like the guy who played in the first season. The second season is the one who is um, in uh, Captain America, the black dude. Oh, oh um, I love him. Mackie. Mackie. Yeah, Anthony yeah, yeah, yeah. Mackie. I can't remember. He's, he's, he's season Mackie. two because the whole idea is that you you can clone. Um, I was about uh, to bring up cloning. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Altered Carbon is all about cloning and the... Uh, like Orphan Black? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, I well, love Orphan Black. I love it. I guess cloning is another thing where I think we've... We thought we'd be doing... Have a slightly more realistic view of it. Yeah. Because like, I know you... I know they've cloned a handful of animals and stuff, yeah. but it's one of those where like it has to be birth again. It's not like you can put it in a pod and make it the exact right. same day with the exact same memories that when you took it. Right. But yeah, so it has like be birthed again. So technically it's a whole, it's like a twin more than a yeah. true clone. Right. It's more, yeah, I guess it would be like genetically speaking, it's more like a twin. Yeah. But they but, they had to stop at some yeah. point because ethically. Yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah. but the problem is that we have always, a lot of our, our tech, um, medical breakthroughs and scientific breakthroughs have been done unethically yeah <laughs> so, so uh, uh, <laughs> someone's gonna so, have to have uh, the guts to um, do it <laughs> so some of the stories that we've had about whether it's futuristic or just being science science fiction is that we have set stories that have have um taken this unethical approach yeah. and done a what if so that's the um the boys from brazil the, which is oh. about dr mengele which is the cloning yeah. Yeah. Oh. using that like what if hitler's had had clones made right. and, and uh, not clones yeah. um i like uh it, what do you call them ivf um yeah. oh in yeah. vitro yeah. yeah like if you used his um, sperm. sperm and and oh, wow. uh, fertilized eggs and right. stuff it's, um, it's like, to um, create another an batch embryo. of yeah. Hitler's. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah because I guess like I, I have Tenet here, which is oh Tenet, well yeah. Tenet and Inception are both I guess sci-fi, and those are near future just today. This is not mm-hmm. even like it's not even futuristic. Right. They have yeah, all yeah. the tech we have right now, but these like high concepts right. of of time and and relativity and, and all this mind yeah. and yeah things yeah. like that. So I think it's it's the focus now is more 
internally focused. Yeah, it's very internal. yeah. Can we clone ourselves? Can we get into yeah. our minds? Yeah. Yeah. Can we manipulate yes. people's yeah. Yeah. brain and personality? Yeah. And, exactly. And yeah. so, so on. they're not. I don't. Yeah, I don't see the Star Warses anymore. There's no big like. Right. I mean, you're fantastic. You have your fantastical sci-fi right. movies. Those are right. You're doomed. Uh, it's more within doomed, reach. But it's still it's, 80s. I know. Yeah. Well, 60s? Yeah. Was it 60s, really? Technically? No. Well, the movie was, was later. He wrote it. Yeah, yeah he wrote it in the 60s, 70s. 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The movie. Another the first trippy, movie. Trippy, that's trippy. trippy movie. <laughs> yeah. But that one's very Star Wars-like. Yeah. Where it's a it's an empire in space. Yeah. yeah. You know, having, yeah. having, you know, yeah. internal fights. So it's very... Uh, Still the high, not high concept, yeah. but like the high fantasy style science fiction. I think the closest thing you have to the old school stuff now are, the, of course, the new Star Wars movies. And I don't know if they're making anymore. And um, I guess like something maybe like Doctor Who, which is an homage to classic mm-hmm. science fiction. But when you're watching Doctor Who, the point is not to have modern sensibilities when you're watching it. The point is, is you're just enjoying a, yeah, a, it's like a comedy fantasy sci-fi show. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. not I think I it think it's, it's not Black Mirror. Right. I think <laughs> it's a tighter the ones that are coming out now are a little tighter in scope. So like gravity where mm-hmm. it's you you are on a planet and you might get stuck or whatever it is that story right. is. Um I think they get and it's like the moon, not the you the space station. Right. Yeah. So well, it's Matt like Damon's a tight movie too. Like when right. the Martian. Right. So it's yeah. like a current it's it's That's very personal type of movie. Yeah. It's yeah. like a, a, a specific place yeah. that is that we have now and then you do a what if. I guess Interstellar is like the yeah. closest we'll probably ever get to in terms of visually speaking mm-hmm. of um, what space travel will be like in between right. planets. Yeah. Like right. the way they set it up in Interstellar. Was I mean, they had, a, they had a physicist on set who yeah. who made everything, who they went to to make things as realistic as possible, especially right. when they were going to the black hole to the point that the way they predicted in the movie was correct. Because mm-hmm. when we actually saw a picture of a black hole is exactly how the movie was. Oh, wow. But, that's pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah, it was. I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, and I think it, they were able to write three or four scientific papers on it because of the oh. movie. Wow. It so <laughs> correct. Yeah, <laughs> it was so correct. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so was, I guess that would be a little bit more. I feel like the reality of what space travel might look like. Yeah. You know, which is a heck maybe of not a the, lot. I don't know what will happen when you, if you go near a black hole, but right. <laughs> In terms of like the what their their spaceship didn't look fancy like you saw something in Star Trek. It looked something that was like this seems tangible. Yeah, um, yeah. To like the the way their stuff looked and right. felt, it's like no, this feels tangible. Because for, I think so, now we're focused on trying scientists. to make it realistic yeah versus like bat battlestar galactica where <laughs> yeah. you just went out there and you had a soap opera space opera um going on yeah. you know um fuck like, rogers yeah <laughs> right rogers yes yes <laughs> <Buck> rogers. <laughs> ah, i remember i remember um uh folders um and lunch boxes and all oh, that yeah. <laughs> oh definitely definitely <laughs> whatever show was coming on that was good but buck rogers and yeah, that was yeah. but but i think yeah. now we are 
our sensibility is that we, even if it seems, even if it's a fantastical thing, mm. it must be a realistic fantastical yeah, thing. I think so. Like the show, The Boys. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You know, yeah. The, the premise yeah. is yeah. like you know, yeah. normal it's, children were injected right. with this serum that made them <laughs> yeah. superheroes, and not all superheroes mm-hmm. are good. Super good, right? Heroes, <laughs> which I think you have that with um, Watchmen. Same thing. It's like exactly it's super. It's superheroes lived during the, you know, uh, Cold War. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we had superheroes during the Cold War. Yeah. Uh, sort of. They like would that. have some issues. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah, so I feel like, which is you know very opposite of superheroes because I guess Marvel movies are borderline sci-fi movies. Mm, yeah. To a point, like, I mean, they're like sci-fi fantasy. Yeah, the realistic part of like, okay, if you injected someone with maybe with a bunch of special steroids or whatever, you can get a Captain America. Right. And then also his his goodness makes him be able to pick up Thor's hammer, which that part is no scientific right. basis of. That's right. just, he's just a good guy. Yeah. So right. Right. He's yeah. worthy. He's worthy. But, yeah. 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 <laughs> but I wonder with, you know, as, as, far as uh stories go because i just finished watching um every everywhere everything everything everywhere i want to see that that looks so good i i rented it on amazon because it was like i don't remember how much it was but i rented it and 4.99 or something like that that. Mm -hmm. anyway um and you get it for 48 hours or something but i it this is not, it, it wasn't a, a statement on the future. Mm. Um, this was the this was more about parallel lives mm. and and taking the multiverse. You know, d- d- right. And so you're going from if you took this decision or made this decision, oh. these set of things happen and and then working away working through it to get to a certain outcome so again it's just this very um uh we're not it seems like we're not focused on creating this uh such a huge world Mm. of just wild possibilities Mm. we're not doing wild anymore okay we're we are we are projecting what we think can happen based on on modern modern rules and and so on and then saying okay then maybe you can get this far but we're not gonna go all out i i wonder i wonder with dune the new dune Mm -hmm. it did well and the second part comes out i think next year they're filming it now um, and I think that will most likely do really well. Um, so I wonder if possibly the popularity of Dune might push like that, that because like how when you had again. the um, spice trade, <laughs> <laughs> like I guess how you had Lord of the Rings when that yeah. came out, everyone after that was like, here's a world about elves. And then yeah. Harry Potter came out and was like, here's an academy of children doing random stuff. <laughs> So now is it's, Doom going to bring back? Is Doom going to bring back these like fantastic space oh. empire? Oh movies right, right, right. Yeah. I think, yeah, you have a valid I, point. Yeah, because 
you know, but even even Dune is facing criticism on, uh, which is like you're criticizing something that was written actually in the sixties, sixties, <laughs> right. and so on. Yeah. But um, I think that social media is also has never been never um, been predicted you know as as affecting no one knew this was going to happen cuz no one knew we had <laughs> we would have a social media yeah. but right. social media affects us a lot i don't too. think you could even tell someone in even the and, 90s by the way there's going to be twitter and they're like what's that right, right. <laughs> like i don't think because they would the even idea know. of people um of having such a leveling down of so that everybody, any and everybody can get on this platform and give their opinion, whether it's mm-hmm. educated or, or informed or whatever. And that you can sway people in one direction yeah. or the other, good or bad, yeah. um, or neutral or whatever, that no one predicted this out of everything we've ever predicted, no one ever predicted social. Me- this idea of social media having such an impact on our world, and right. and at this point, one of the things that it it impacts is how we how we receive um, our arts, whether mm-hmm. it's paintings and and mm-hmm. movies and books, because we have a bunch of people kind of trying to tell you how to how to react, uh, how to, react to it so yeah. how dare you like this type of hero when he's a jerk or when he's oh, this right, and so every right, right. so you have and for better or worse i mean there's yeah. some things that you know yeah we don't need to be doing it that way but it's it's also affects um storylines if somebody wants to go after a storyline and start mm-hmm. picking it apart it yeah. is quite easy to do that affects the creators of it, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so that if you were to give me an original Dunes movie, somebody would be like, well, I need, you know, somebody would have an opinion on every little piece of it. Right. So that, and whether the, the creator person yeah. listens to them or not, but then it affects yeah. how we, what stories we bring to the forefront and in a good way i guess and i'm gonna watch it is um the prey which is a movie on hulu um right out right now and it's in the predator world predator family yep and i think is technically a prequel to the entire series ah yeah 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 Yeah. and it is set in the with the comanches um native american um nation and it is the first movie that is going to be dubbed. It not going to. It is dubbed in Comanche language. Oh, nice! So, but that wouldn't have happened, I think, without social media and and people putting in their two um, cents, talking about diversity in movies, inclusion, or that some groups have been excluded from. You know, because you don't think about Native Americans and when we talk about futuristic, they're not in the picture. Right. They're never in any of the pictures of any of the science fiction future um, stories that I know of. Ever. Um, 
It's as if Native Americans they, like, the, stay the, in the past, right. even though they're not even there. Cities right, and, they're not even there yeah. as okay. You came off the reservation and now you're part of society. Yeah, right. They are just not included in anything. Yeah. It's black, white, brown, beige. Right. You know, it's that in, in terms of yeah. what we see. Yeah. So that is the thing that social media has helped to um, give voice to, but no one predicted. The, how huge an impact social media has on our present and on our future. So, yeah. the, I mean, you know, what I guess, I guess my big question would be like, what do you think, like how people back in the 50s thought we'd be in space right now on mm-hmm. the moon or something? What do you think our futures will be like? I I mean, it's one of those where the people, I, <laughs> I had a, I was reading an article where they talked about, People from the fifties and sixties and seventies, like yeah. saying, like what we, what I thought, what happened, and now they're like older now, and they're like, of course, we're nowhere close to that. But right. one woman, she was like, I thought we'd have like AI cars everywhere. Like she thought, yeah. you know, everything would be self driving. She's like, we could just sit and have more leisure time and things like that. Meanwhile, it's the same generation who is like anti Tesla, right? And it's like you guys were the ones who were like, yeah, AI cars, and now you're like so anti AI car yeah. that I'm like. I'm confused. What do you, and like, I guess how you guys are saying people were afraid of the microwave. It's like people are just weirdly afraid of technology, certain technologies. Yeah. Um, and change. Yeah. Which is a constant. change. <laughs> it's always going to um, happen. Te- yeah. Some technologies is, is yes, because it's like, we didn't know it was harmful, then it became harmful. You know, yeah. like, I don't like asbestos. Right. At the beginning, no one knew right. it did what it did. And then later it's like, Ooh, we should right. not be putting those in our houses. Yeah. Uh, well, I I mean, one of the things I thought we would have, I guess, you know, would be that everybody would, every country would want democracy, Western style mm, democracy, mm. that every country that not that they would want it, that they, it would happen. It would, it would happen. happen. Yeah. It would happen because we saw, um, number one, we see how, how wonderful we are in the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. With our democracy mm-hmm. um, and, the, and, and so on. And, and so, but what I'm seeing now is that, um, that democracy comes with certain freedoms and, and so on that people don't want people to have so what what i'm seeing is instead is this almost we're going backwards and not and i'm not talking about the u.s i'm just thinking of the world in yeah. the sense that suddenly it's let me get control of my society mm. let me like people are getting too free and thinking too much on their own. So you got China who's trying to rein in yeah. any and everything that moves. And you have the re- and the religious right who is like you're and too far. Then here, no. yeah, you have the religious right Underneath kicking in. Beliefs. Um yeah. you have in UK I, I don't know, it's just a cluster F of <laughs> a variety of things affecting um but We're then so you shrewd. have like, but then you have like Hungary, who is you got out of um, the 
Eastern, you know, yeah, Russian thingy. And but yet now you have a man who is like, I'm trying, I'm going to change the constitution so that I can stay in indefinitely. Um, And it's like every leader wants to be there indefinitely. Right. Like, and I don't know, it's like we, but everybody came up with, I'm going to be the one to be different. Right. And then once they got there, they're like, nope, they nope, nope. No. <laughs> and so I, it's, it's this weird disappointment because I, in my oh. thing of the eighties and the nineties, I'm thinking it's just going to be one big happy world. I mean, I remember because I did international, um, marketing and international business as my, uh, master's. And we were so big on globalization. Like there was be like no borders and, and, you know, every country could trade with each country and people could move freely and it would just help the world, blah, 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 blah. And now people are like, oh no, build that wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, 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 it's, you're yeah. not crossing over. Well, I'm so sorry <laughs> that that's what you thought would happen. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, <laughs> it's crushing. And, uh, right. But, but, but yeah, I look, yeah. you know, you look at, you know, each region yeah, and whether or not, you know, I'm, I'm not naive as to the things that have, have created the conflicts and so on. But, but when we look, when we're talking about prediction of the future, that was where I saw yeah. the world. I, I didn't see it in a dystopian way yeah. at all. I... I, when I was younger, I saw the world and I, I'm just saying, I think I just assumed we have slightly better technology than we did when I was a kid. I think in my head was like, the TVs will get bigger, things mm-hmm. like that, um, which they did. <laughs> but um, the, I guess I was, I mean, I'm still a pretty optimistic about humans and earth. And so I still have like, I I wanted also like this global mm-hmm thing and i didn't know in my head if it was necessarily a global democracy like every country would right. be a democracy but i thought the borders would be less mm-hmm. um harsh mm-hmm. so that's what i thought so even if the next country wasn't a democracy they still would be fine with you coming mm-hmm. in um things like that so i think i thought that i still think it's possible <laughs> um it's, po- it's always possible but I, I i guess the future i'm thinking more in terms of tech wise uh I think it'd be a lot more VR, like you have with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facebook. I think that will. I, I mean, I love the idea of VR. I've wanted it for like a long time. Um, I just think that uh, Facebook doesn't need to lead that <laughs> technology. I think someone else <laughs> yeah. could could step up. But <laughs> but in terms of like the actual tech itself is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, video games when I was a kid, I didn't think they would like every time you play the game back in the day, it was like, Oh, this is the best it's ever going to get. Mm-hmm. And then now that I'm seeing like, Oh my gosh, it's gotten so much better. Yeah. Um, for example, there's a game that I play called Assassin's Creed, which in one of the games they recreated, it's a, it's like a historical fantasy, but mm-hmm. they recreated like ancient Egypt and it's not a one-to-one scale, but it's so close that they, some people, uh, there's some high school teachers used it for the history classes. Oh, wow. Like it's so detailed mm-hmm. and, and they used historians and stuff. So it's 
like things like that you can start using things for mm -hmm. uh, school and so like tech I think will be even more integrated it's already integrated in our lives but it'd be even more integrated um, I was hoping that things would get cheaper that was my big oh, thing in my yeah. head tech would be like five bucks for right. a phone that does that yeah. it works like a laptop like I thought that yeah. I didn't think that the price would just keep <laughs> Well, I would. I, I guess part of me thought that the government would would um, t make technology easier yeah, in in schools and in homes and so on. So yeah, that, that like how we had a pandemic, right? Right. And then we had the lockdown, and we said, okay, we're going to have virtual schools. Then we found out that Ugh. oh, geez, all families don't have laptops right. or the ability to do certain things right you know despite your first world status right you, yeah. you don't have you don't have the, the yeah. that kind of thing and but mean meanwhile we had the ability to upgrade all this stuff leading up to this right but our priorities have never been to give access nope. to citizens to have that kind of stuff right which is when i talk about the whole democratization it is part of that is giving allowing citizens to have technology at their fingertips yeah. versus you know yeah. building up your defense systems and whatever yeah. else so that when you have a pandemic or you have any other crisis it's not difficult because people have already been using it yeah. Um, and so working from home shouldn't yeah. be this, I, I thought we would this have kind more, of thing, like techie, a big thing yeah, to I, work right. from home. I thought we would have a more techie world in that sense yeah. where, or like how we talked about, um, uh, a couple episodes ago about the, like the AI machines mm -hmm. everywhere. I thought we would have more little delivery bots or something. Yeah. Like I didn't think cause we fight it, fight it so much <laughs> because I, I was, and I still lo love it in terms of like. Well, it's efficient and like the woman in the article I read who was like, oh, we have people have more time for like leisure and like all the shitty jobs no one wants to do. That's backbreaking right. hard. And mm -hmm. like now we don't have to do it. I feel like to me, that's a win win because you could focus on a hobby that you've always wanted right. to actually focus on <laughs> right. and put your money right. towards that. Or right. or if you always wanted to be a painter, but you had to go for the shitty job and like maybe now you can focus on painting and make right. that your career. Yeah. But we're so, working harder. Yeah. So I'm well, like, why would I want to work? harder when I can get something to do it yeah. for me. <laughs> right. Well, it's just discussing that, I mean, okay, so the pandemic happened and I have uh, mm -hmm. brothers and sisters who are in the medical field mm -hmm. and it wasn't like if, it was right. always when, <laughs> when, it was always yeah. when and people in the yeah. scientific community knew this, knew right? this. Yeah. And mm -hmm. still yet when it happened, everybody was wholly unprepared. Like right. completely disgustingly right. unprepared, and it was yeah. just a S show. You yeah, because you because they yeah. you destroyed right. the pandemic guidebook that was left right. for you. <laughs> Remember how we gave you money to do that? <laughs> right, what and it's like, um, but you know, like Star Trek. You, you remember uh, Doc Bones? Yes, um, he would he would wave. Yes. move his little and thing across your body and know every right <laughs> yeah. so like in the sick yeah. bay for those who don't know in star trek yeah. he had a little device and he would it would slide over your body and he could tell based on the reading what was wrong or whatever right. 
that's similar to like an right right right. that's similar to an MRI machine except without all the uh, insurance costs or the cost without insurance but But as we get to as we are now in the future of that device we have things like insurance (laughs) um, payments and things like that to stop to to slow down that the, the that yeah. type of tech or, or the ability to have that type of tech, so that only like the wealthy, we right. we're at a place where the wealthy yeah. are the ones who are able to to, do to right. use stuff, or right. you put yourself right. up as as a part of an experiment. Yeah, well, look at <laughs> um, and then good luck to you. Good. Luck. <laughs> well, look at Starship Trooper. There's a scene where the main character gets like a alien, one of the alien bug monsters like slices his knee and and so um he's in this like uh isolation tank sort of thing and the fluid is like in this like fluid kind of that suspends him and then there's a little robot fixing his leg and and like basically redoing his whole knee Mm -hmm. and it's made of flesh and stuff and they're even now they have early technology of like 3d printing flesh yeah so that you cannot scar you can actually fill in a gap or something or the scar is much less and your body uh takes to it more and things like that and so um so you can like build muscle again Mm. or like uh dynamic fibers in in the body so it was like it's like so we do kind of have that it's like there's small things that are from the sci-fi movies that i'm like it's there we have it it just isn't as cool as it is in the movie you know i always thought that we would be able to teleport by now (laughs) but then i watched the movie the fly and i was like oh no i know right i'm good (laughs) you know i'm not gonna try that with you If the bug is with you, then that's a problem. As far as I know, they seem to not have that yet. Then that they don't think they've even made. I'm not volunteering that. for that one. Okay, yeah, no. that's going to be a I whole just, long time. That's yeah, gonna be a hard pass. Yeah. Mm. But you know what? I think the I think the biggest thing for me too is just going from watching black and white TV to color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that like, was like huge. wow, and that was same huge. thing with. Um, remember newspapers? I used to deliver the Washington Post, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it went from, you know, black and white to mm-hmm. color, and it was like, color, oh, yeah. oh my god, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. the little things. I think you have to appreciate because yeah. it's like yeah. you said, it's yeah. like small details with like the printing mm-hmm. of the skin. It's like yeah. you know, yeah. little, slowly but surely. I, I remember the first time I got a, a um smartphone because I had the slide. Mm-hmm. I had like mm-hmm. one of those slide, slide. key, yeah, slide yeah. keyboard phones. Yeah. Moment of silence. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it had a little keyboard. It was green, uh, but yeah. And I remember the first time I got a smartphone, which was an HTC, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, this is so cool! I can tap the screen. Uh, it's thinner than the slide phone that I had." even though it's thicker than my current phone. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it was just like, I was so like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that's, I, um, I mean, I, I felt that way about the manual typewriter to the electric typewriter. <laughs> so. Oh yes. Remember that? Oh. I felt like, oh my gosh, I have arrived. <laughs> right. <laughs> and my mom had the, I, I remember her manual singer machine where you turned the, the, um, the, I think there was one where the pedals, but there was one where you actually cranked it 
no. with your with your right <gasps> hand and you held the material with your left hand as you sewed. And oh, so wow. I would sit next to her and I would I would um, turn the crank while she sewed Aww. just because I wanted to do that. <laughs> and so when she got her like her no the the actual electric one oh. it was like ha ah. <laughs> <laughs> but at that point no one's sewing their clothes right. yeah. it's like a thing of the past <laughs> it was yeah. a thing of the past yeah. cuz yeah. if there was a party it was like oh you know cuz the simplicity um those uh, simplicity the dress patterns, patterns. Yeah. yeah yeah because that's how for my prom dress i yes. i went and i got my little mm. pattern for my prom dress did you make your own prom, prom dress, dress? My mom did. Oh, my mom did for me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My mom yeah. made all because she of our was she was yeah she was like because she didn't like the prom dresses that were in mm. the store. She thought yeah. they were quite not age appropriate. Oh yeah. And so she's like, oh new no, news. No. So I was dressed <laughs> as if I had come out of a Disney <laughs> movie. <laughs> And this pink, this, this pale pink dress with this boofed out skirt. I kind of wish I had a, you had a picture. I, I did not go to prom people. So I, I was home in, in sweats while prom was happening. Because by her age, half of them didn't bother. I didn't care. Yeah. I mean, I, some of my friends went, but it was one of those were like, don't want to go. It's like, not really. And then it's like, pay for the prom ticket. I was like, nah. I just yeah. went with a whole Not bunch of it. people, you know what I mean? And we uh, had yeah. fun. So yeah, yeah. So but but yeah, so it's I mean when when we talk about medical technology right now, you can call we have the option of either going to the office to, to meet mm-hmm. with the doctor or nurse or them calling you or doing a video. Right. I love that. And I'm like, I can't wait for the technology yeah. where Maybe I don't know what where you can actually like get a scan, a, get a scan like or home, something like what's right. going on. Then, well, it's yeah. like all the bank banking apps now that you can take a picture of the check. Like if yeah. you got a yeah. paper I check, you can that. take a picture of it yeah. and it just goes right into your. Some account. don't have that option, yeah. but yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is when I remember going to the bank for something and I was like, oh, I need a deposit, and the woman's like, Why don't you just take a picture? And I was like, You can. And so she put it out on her on her table. Yeah. The bank. Uh, rap and she's showing me and I'm like oh my gosh oh my god like, like, and I was like this mar- you know you would think that it was like this massive thing and I'm like oh wow and I and I was like you just do that and yeah. <laughs> oh Michelle this is funny because I went to open a bank account recently to uh-huh. another bank and I was mm-hmm. like well where are the you know deposit slips and the you know withdrawal slips and they're like oh we don't we don't do that you just sh- <laughs> give us your license or your ATM and I'm like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 because yeah you can go up to the window yeah. and you put your ATM card in and then you do whatever you you tell them or you tell, I mean, everything's right. just like right there. Yeah. Unreal. So, um, uh, it's funny cause I remembered the first time it was my second smartphone, which was a, cause I think Samsung galaxy, one of the numbers five or something, but it was my first time because it was a jump from HTC to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it was the first time I used Google voice stuff so i had never htc didn't have that you were still clicking you're still hitting buttons even Mm -hmm. the flashlight 
It's right. like it was a physical button on the side of the phone that you had to right. hit the fu- flashlight mm. button. So that was the first one that I think in the store, like because they activated it, and I was just looking at it, and then it was like, oh, you can say okay Google to, and I said okay Google, and then it was like, what would you like? And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because that would have been (laughs) like the movie with Sandra Bullock. um, Which movie? And in, was that Judge Dredd? Judge Dredd? Dredd? With Sylvester Stallone. There was one where she was talking. Mm. I think she was talking in the, um, to a panel, to a, a thing on her wall. And I think it was talking back to her. But I mean, the idea of, again, AI and and yeah. the ability to communicate and give directions or orders and get what we need um, is, is still ongoing. Because, mm, you right. know, to go into a library and rather than look it up, we should be able to, to talk to right. something and say, I'm looking I, for they, blah, blah, blah title. Right. I love that concept. In, um, and then it brings it to you. Exactly. I, I love that concept in uh, Doctor Who, which I think is now in real life in like Japan with the, uh, re- like the receptionists that are totally mm. robots. Mm-hmm. Right. But they had that like an episode in Doctor Who where I think they were at a library and it was like a computer that looked like a head of real person on it, but it was a robot because, but it's like, Oh, how you, I guess it's almost like, how are you talking? It's, and it's like, well, I'm just a computer helping mm. you find your stuff. But it's like, yeah. technically, he, I mean, the humans are useful in, in a lot of these situations. But also, like, if I'm just, like you said, looking up a book, yeah. I don't really need to talk to anyone to do that. Yeah, <laughs> if right. I could just tell, yeah. you know. Do you have this book yeah. on yeah. available? Yeah. Right. And really then they can just... It. Right, and then the little (laughs) robot thingy can go and get my book. Yeah, exactly. I stand there at the front and wait, and I (laughs) and it hands it to me. I mean, even the drive-through library where you get in the car and you pull up and you give your order, just like a fast food. Yeah, and it it delivers the book for you. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You know. I think there's small things that are slowly... And if you want to talk to somebody, you can go into the library because the live person is in there. But for the most part, like I order my books. If if I'm getting a hard book, like like the Ken Liu book Mm. you got Mm. is an actual book. So I ordered it online. And then the library puts it on hold. Right. I walk in. I go to the hold section. I, I... it's already, my name is already atta- put oh, into nice. the book. Right. I grab it and um, I go to the oh, no, yeah, machine and put in my um, my uh, library card. Oh, cool. It gives me when the book is due with a receipt and I leave. I have not talked to anybody. Oh, uh, beautiful. And then the library, <laughs> when the book is, is almost up for renewal, if nobody has requested that book, yeah. The library automatically renews it for <gasps> you. Yeah. It automatically yeah. and I wow. get an yeah. They'll say, you know, we've renewed your book um, oh. for you as a convenience. So I think they do it twice. Yeah. Oh. And then um, that way there's no over overdue charges. Wow. That's gone. And yeah. Mind blown. It, it's yeah. yeah. So that's something like there's, <laughs> that's there's awesome. There's small things that like 
tech is not small things, some big mm. things, but like definitely tech is yeah useful, very very useful. Yeah. yeah, and if and like if the book the book was not available in my library, so yeah. it found the book somewhere else. Yeah, and then brought and the then library. brought it to my library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I have to go find it or anything. Mm-hmm. It just and mm-hmm. it just notifies me that yeah. okay, we brought your book to the library. Yeah. You have five days to come and get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it just sits on the shelf waiting for you. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's a long way from what we used to have to do right. to borrow books. I, I, I know they were trying to make, I think it was in somewhere in Asia, maybe Japan or Korea, China, where it was like an AI car, but it was AI buses for for school kids so that the parents didn't have to drive them. Get out. And that they don't have, they don't have to get on public transport, but you don't have to deal with a bus driver like the human element of a bus driver. So oh, it was wow. like, it was, a, it was for school kids, but it's like safer because AI, AI doesn't, will not, it, they don't speed. They right. go the speed limit. Like they have to follow the AI is following whatever rules of the road. Mm-hmm. And so it tends to be safer, but it was like, I could see that happening in the future where it's like, yeah. so who's, stop, who's stopping the fights on the bus though? Well, that's, oh, that's what true. I was thinking too. <laughs> well, I'm like, in, who's well, watching I the guess children? In, <laughs> In, well, I guess in Japan, they don't really tend They're to not have fighting. fights like our children. <laughs> maybe so they, they have cameras our, on our those things. Like, we see you. <laughs> our uncivilized ones. Well, ours has cameras on the thing, but that doesn't seem stop to, the to stop these little heathens. Yeah, I hear um, you. Oh, back yeah, to the TV situation. Places. It's not that the pictures turned into color from black and white. It's like there were black mm. and white TVs, and then you could buy color TVs. Yes. Does that make yes. more sense? Yeah. Because yeah. I was yeah, thinking like you people couldn't... that didn't know, it like didn't yeah, all of a sudden couldn't... turn into color. Right. If you had a black and white TV, it you would not see it in color. Right. No. Exactly. It right. doesn't have the capabilities. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we had a couple. When, when that happened, mm-hmm. we had a few TVs. We only had one color TV. Right. So the color TV was in the living room and... Um, Black and white was everywhere else. Exactly. And so if you wanted to see something special, the whole family would come <laughs> and sit right. in the living room right. to watch. <laughs> it was for special well, occasions only. Yes, I, yes, I remember yes. the first time, you know those old school, I guess, TVs where they were the big blocky ones and the back was kind of sticking out? Oh, do I uh, ever. Yeah, I, I remember the first time my dad bought home a flat screen. Yeah, and that was oh, like, yeah, oh right. my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Was like, it's so thin. Yeah, it's it's you know, and now See? if you look at it, it's it's so bulky compared to an actual flat screen now that yeah, it's right. like. Well, the flat screen on the wall it has has made yeah. entertainment centers obsolete. Yeah, in, the, that, in a flat the entertainment center yeah. doesn't even. You don't need well, an yeah. entertainment center yeah. you where you stick it. the TV in there. The TV in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. You're right. Yeah, I forgot but, about that. That's a but big before change. we before we uh move to your section, Julia, there was uh-huh. um was there was the the follow up that you had sent me oh. about because oh, we yes. had talked about man versus science. Yeah. And Universe. technology and yeah. all that yep. good stuff. And so Julia has sent me the report the um an article called that was addressing this was in The Guardian. I don't know where else it was reported. I'm sure it was in a lot that, of places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that a chess robot had grabbed and it broke the finger of a seven-year-old opponent. And it was in Russia that this occurred. 
and and in the um John Henley is the reporter mm. and it says Moscow incident occurred because child violated in quotes safety rules by taking turns too quickly says official so um of course chess is usually played by humans and it is about strategic thinking and calm concentration and all that good stuff. So violence is not usual. <laughs> it's not usually the outcome of a chess game. But apparently, um, in the last couple of weeks, according to Russian outlets, a chess-playing robot apparently unsettled by the quick responses of a seven-year-old boy who unceremoniously grabbed and Oh, it, it unceremoniously grabbed and broke his finger during a match at the Moscow Open. Um, so he said, yeah, he said <laughs> the machine had played many previous exhibitions without upset. This, of course, is bad. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, no kidding. There was a there was a video of this awful thing. And it shows the boy's finger being pinched by the robotic arm for several seconds before a woman, followed by three men, <laughs> rush in and free him and usher him away. So I don't know how they freed him because I was like, did you smash the, yeah. the robot yeah, arm? Probably, probably could just pull it apart. So um, the vice president of the Russian Chess Federation said the robot appeared to pounce after it <laughs> took one of the boy's pieces. Rather than waiting for the machine to complete its move, the boy opted for a quick repost. There are certain safety rules and the child apparently violated them. When he made his move, he did not realize he first had to wait. This is an extremely rare case, the first I can recall. Um, somebody else had a different account saying that the child had made a move and after that we need to give time for the robot to answer. But the boy hurried and the robot grabbed him. Either way, the robot suppliers were going to have to think again. Yeah. Um, I, I was talking about when you, we, we were talking about it earlier and I was telling mom how like, with the AI stuff, it's mm -hmm. because the robots are following such a, uh, a strict yeah. code. It's like they don't really see the human. They're just following whatever, like, right. programming. So it's like if you're if they're like, okay, I'm going to pick up this piece and your hand is in the way, I'm going to go through your hand to get to the piece. Like, it's oh. not... Like, it's like how um, you were saying, like, the, the thing in the grocery store with the googly eyes. Yes, I like, don't like I've that. Seen, <laughs> yeah. I've seen videos <laughs> of, like, it, like, hits people or bumps <gasps> people. But that's because it's just, like, it's, it's just, it's, like, it's going down the aisle. Yeah. And that's yeah. its job is to go down the aisle. So if you're right. in the way of it, it's going to move <laughs> you out the way to get down the aisle. <laughs> I've heard the same thing of the Amazon warehouses. Those robots hit the Amazon works apparently all the time because because oh they, they don't just get like, out of the way. Get out the way. Right. Oh, man. So I'm like, they need to create a part of the AI that is like, hey, humans are unpredictable. If you see a human, right. slow down. Well, that right. would be the iRobot thing, <laughs> yeah. where it's yeah, a very the, absolute rule. Yeah, that very, they yeah, like the three ideas. rules you cannot right. harm humans in any way. Right. Yeah. But then again, but I'm supposed to save you. Yeah. So if I'm saving you, but somebody else is like, you know, it's it's I guess that for iRobot it's whether do I save 
there were two choices and the robot decided to save percentage you know, wise yeah right it's like and one so had a 30 percent chance one had a 10 percent right. so go right. with the 30 even though emotionally we would go with the 10, ten right right yeah depending on what was going on yeah. so they said um they said while robots are becoming more and more sophisticated with the most modern mo- models capable not just of interacting, but actively cooperating with humans, most simply repeat the same basic yeah, actions. Yeah. Um, for the chests, it was grab, move, and put down, and nev- neither know, not care uh, if people get in the way. Because they don't, they don't care about you. They're not, yeah. they're not, <laughs> they're not they're human. They're not human. They're not even... <laughs> yeah. So they said, yeah. according to one 2015 study, one person is killed each year by an industrial robot in the U.S. alone. According to the U.S. Occupational Safety Administration, most accidents since 2000 involving robots have been fatalities. Um, Robert Williams, widely considered the first, was crushed to death by the arm of a one-ton robot on Ford's Michigan production line in 1979. In 2015, a robot killed a 22-year-old contractor at one of Volkswagen's German plants, grabbing him and crushing him against the plate. Robots used in medical surgery were also held responsible for the deaths of 144 people between 2008 and 2013. Most recently, Elaine Herzberg was killed by an Uber autonomous car that hit the 49-year-old at 40 miles an hour as she was crossing the road in Arizona in 2018. Generally, however, human error or a lack of human understanding of robotic processes is the most frequent cause. Um, I've heard about the car AIs where, like, like the Tesla hitting someone, but it's usually because the person wasn't crossing at the right place. Because the AI is seeing, like, a crosswalk is down the street, but we just, like, Sometimes, sometimes we just cross the road. Meanwhile, the Tesla's like, you're not supposed to be there, so I'm just going to, like... Yeah, I'm not going to slow down. Yeah, like, I'm on the road doing my job, and you are... You jaywalking. randomly in the yeah. way, and yeah. that's not part of my programming. Oh my so I think the human unpredictability cannot be predicted by AI. Down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and AI only, like you said, that a strict... Down. Yeah, yeah that's well, I, was, I the, the thing is, unfortunately, it, to me, it's weird that certain things like that, though, isn't tested, yeah. like pre-tested, right. because because human human um, action and yeah. reaction is already known. You right. know that we walk, we will walk between cars. Yeah. You yeah. know that we jaywalk. We you know right. that yeah. we don't that some people may walk and trip, yeah. you right. know, so it's like. Why haven't you tested all these various scenarios to see if the car runs people over? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? Well, I guess now you have, like, the cars with the automatic brakes. Like, if they see something ahead too close, and it automatically brakes you whether you're you're pushing on the gas or not. Yeah. So I guess that would be the closest to it. I don't know if one of those for, like, the Tesla thing, if someone disabled it and was like, keep going. Because someone still has to be in the car when it happens. Yeah. So... I'm like, were you not paying attention? Like, I'm right. Yeah, yeah I wonder. Like, because I mean, remember brother, there was a video. My brother-in-law has a car right now where uh, I had to drive it one day. Um, he, if you go, if it the car detects a line, you know, mm-hmm. like the yellow lines between the two mm-hmm. lanes or whatever, um, it will pull the steering wheel over, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you're more yeah. in your lane. Yeah. 
automatically. Yeah, Brian's even beeps. It, it beeps. Yeah. Even if it's not yeah. a legit line or if it yeah. thinks it is, it will do that. And it's very yeah. disconcerting. Well, yeah. it's funny because when I drive his car, it because I I drive closer to the shoulder, so yeah. the the white line on the on the shoulder of the road, oh, yes. it'll trigger. Yeah. So it triggers often, so it lets me know that I'm more of a yeah. move away from the center of the lane <laughs> yeah. to go to the to, shoulder. To, to close, I'm closer yeah. to the shoulder, right? And then I adjust because the freaking thing just keeps beeping. Yeah, just, no. yeah, it will beep <laughs> like for a while. It just, right, it just it's keeps just beeping. Like, all right, yeah, <laughs> I'm in the center, Aww. but but yeah, yeah. You would think that because they would I, focus more on tech that we as humans can use as opposed to tech without humans at all. Right. Do you know what I mean? Well, I I guess like the, is it Atlanta airport that has the, the train without the train that doesn't have a conductor there. Oh. AI trains. Yeah, it's but AI it's, train. it's taking you from one area of the airport. To the it's not oh, yeah, complicating. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a yeah. it's like a line, and then you go right. back and forth yeah. from yeah. baggage claim to yeah you know, I, whatever the front is, and and that's it. So I guess for that, very simple. It's really hard to mess up right. that. Right. They don't crash into. They don't even go fast enough to crash into anything. Right. So yeah, it's that's simple. That one's like not yeah. bad. I mean, right. when it's busy, it's annoying because. Yeah, when you're in a hurry, is like the slowest thing in the world. It feels because yeah. it's going like because I mean some because some of the um, train uh, uh, collisions that we've had in oh. is it because someone in, fell asleep or was on the is, phone or um, usually has been human. Yeah, it's human error um, mm. with the trains crashing, you know, not right. stopping and crashing and all that stuff. Right. It's I been human for that. Error. They just like let's do AI. Yeah. But it, it like I've been to Atlanta Airport a bunch of times and I never felt unsafe in it. Yeah, I right. don't even notice. But but <laughs> you know, like in Asia, uh, several of the countries in Asia where they have invested the technology, they have invested in that being part of of their um, infrastructure, and mm-hmm. we just can't get to that point because we freaking heck a, a train line trying to get into the suburbs. Yeah, causes so it. much <laughs> hearings and they're fighting it because it's like we don't uh, need that in there well if you bring the train line in people don't have to drive yeah, you know right. they're not they can they have another yeah. option of right. getting into work into yeah. dc but then it's always well who's paying for it because the train's going into dc dc should be paying part of it and da, 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 da. it goes into virginia virginia should be paying part of it so because of our, um, I mean, I don't know what the federal infrastructure bill that was passed mm-hmm. by the Department of Transportation that they wanted, um, wh- what what that will do because it's been a while since America update. has done any up major updates yeah. on their train lines. I mean, yeah. we we're trying to fix bridges that may and, freaking collapse on you, <laughs> but and, and now and now we're behind many countries that. Just worked on the infrastructure, and, right? And, and yeah. so it's so a whole different ball really game well. yeah. when you go when you go to, to a different country, Korea, like, or something. It's like <laughs> they have super yeah. fast okay, trains. Why are, and, right? Why yeah. can't we have this? <laughs> or like Wi-Fi everywhere? People are like, I don't want you know five G. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Korea, I could walk anywhere I wanted and had access to Wi-Fi, at least in Seoul and Busan. And I was fine. Like people in Korea sometimes don't have phone plans because they just have Wi-Fi. 
Yeah. And they use te- um, the Wi-Fi texting apps and things like that. So, um, so yeah, that was the frustrating thing with coming back to the U.S. where it's like, why are we so behind yeah. on things that other countries have were like, of course I think course there's so many, so much infighting, like you mentioned, that yeah. nobody yeah. wants to take responsibility yeah. well and, and, uh, and they don't well they, they don't want to pay for it but they also don't want the citizens to have access in that way yeah to yeah. to having the availability to use internet in that way i don't right. know why i don't have any conspiracy um theory yeah. on it it's well, just weirdly the, not available yeah well, I see, <laughs> well you see the, the five the 5g where they're like it's gonna mess up blah blah meanwhile Korean, Japan, and parts of China have had 5G, and now some of them are on 6G. Oh, really? And they're completely fine. I'm like, the Japanese haven't started dropping dead. Clearly, (laughs) they're fine. And meanwhile, we're like, it's going to mess up everything. We haven't even made it to 5G fully, and we're freaking out. And it's the weirdest thing I've seen in the West, and I don't understand it. Right. And it's like, you're afraid for no reason. Like, you're afraid for the wrong reasons, or or for no reason sometimes. Right. And it's like, what freaks you out? Is it... Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know what, I think it's a made-up like, freak I don't, out. It's as like, you don't lose anything if you don't want to use it. You don't you have, have everything to, it's not to gain like... <laughs> and nothing to lose. Yeah, right? yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I'm confused of what you're afraid of. Right. Yeah. When other countries have done it and nothing's happened to them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm confused. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's so weird. Because America you have, because I feel lot. that genuinely, some people genuinely feel that you that citizens should not have that kind of access. That is just really because bizarre. Because then really you bizarre. can you can kind of research your own thing. Right. You can You'd figure be more out informed that, about informed, everything. Right. Yeah. Right. And so there goes again my whole. I I thought we were going to be, yeah. op- this open world <laughs> and open society and yeah, all right. of this and kumbaya and it's just like yeah. no. That's like the I'm <laughs> I mean I'm for like AI cars, and not that I'm like fully against gas cars, but it's like yeah, yeah we need more electric cars. Um, and because then, then you don't have to learn how to drive. No, I won't drive anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't get in the car anyway. <laughs> but but it's funny, like the, when when you think of like, oh, well, what what if something disastrous happens? What if there's like a solar flare? What if the you know the power yeah. grid goes yeah. down? And then it's like yeah. well, but those people are they're these, not arguing for that, <laughs> right? You no, know, these electric yeah. cars that are so awesome, we're yeah. screwed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I think electric flares also affect even some of the analog stuff. Yeah. Because of yeah. what. But those, but those are the things to me. If you invest in the research of it, yeah. you would be taking all that into account. Right. Well, there's some, so, there's some systems that they've made, like metals and stuff, that can withstand electrical storm from okay. like, the sun or something. But again, America, I don't think has that set up because right. why would we? Right. Right. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's it's yeah, it's it's extra money to do to do it. But and like it's possible to go and figure right. that stuff out. Yeah. But so. no one wants to do it for some reason. <laughs> it's really weird. Well I hate I just I think I just hate when people are perpetually staying stagnant. Well, yeah, that's because the thing. it makes them Let's comfortable and that's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah, I'm like the the this, the earth keeps spinning whether you like it or not. So, right. like, yeah. why why are you trying to stay still as much as possible? Well, I mean, in terms of our, in terms of using this in as part of the art of storytelling, as our Prickly Pens podcast is all yeah. about, is 
is and and having this discussion is to see where we're going with our vision mm-hmm. for the future and what are we going are we going to be um still very self-focused on on um in our in in the stories that we come up with of uh looking at society and so on or are we going to have a, a, again a resurgence of we we got it right so like a star trek moment where we we got it right we solved our issues and now we are united on planet x um saving the day from those bad aliens um you know or is it now that we see pictures yeah. of the hubble from the hubble um telescope are we going to is that going to kind of yeah. generate more creative ways of what if we could land on that orange um yeah spot in the in the sky or it's, whatever it's like the movie um uh oh my gosh i just battle battle la mm. it's like it was one of those uh alien invasion movies that came out okay. in 2007 around it felt, like it felt like a game yeah it, okay. it came out like game. around um Transformers era, like okay, that kind yeah. of era of mm-hmm. style. Yeah. And in the m- movie, it's modern day. It's like modern day. I think by this point, we're still basically in Iraq or Afghanistan. So it's like that kind of mm-hmm. yeah late Bush era. And um, so it's like these military guys who are in California who are about to go station somewhere. One of them is about to get engaged. It's like normal life of yeah military guys who are about to go go on a tour. And then there's an alien invasion. And then they get to base and everyone's like freaking out and, and you know, yeah. and then I think it's in like set in L.A. So L.A. starts getting attacked by the aliens and of course they have better tech, but the aliens have like their own military system and they start figuring out how the oh. aliens work. But it was one of those where you had a lot of movies like that. And when I think about it, that it came yeah. out in the mid two thousands, it's yeah. kind of like they're all they were modern all military ver- it versus yeah. okay. aliens. But yeah. but um, I I feel like that's when you would see in stories like all of humanity is now united because we all have a common enemy. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, right. So all the differences we had don't matter because they just they just destroyed New York and yeah. London, right. and Paris, Independence and Day, Hong Kong, oh, and like and all Independence that. Day. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's like those differences no longer matter mm-hmm. as we all hate the same thing. Right. Together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and you see that with war of the worlds. Yeah. The newer version right. of it. Yeah. So, which I think they're redoing that for the third time. For the third okay. time. Oh <laughs> but, but yeah, so maybe that's what we do. Maybe. Yeah. I was like, that's how we get united is something yes. affects us. And then we're like, okay, yeah. let's all come together and figure this yeah. out. Let's save our planet. Yeah. I so. think it's it's when something that uh, attacks humans makes you oh like the movie what the makes core you human. that was also very mm-hmm. good I oh yeah yeah different, yeah different people together they went from out, different countries uh, yeah. and mm, countries yeah, yeah. and they went out and did uh, stuff okay yeah. yeah yeah I mean I, I we'll see because I feel like. <laughs> right not now, that some, I want an alien invasion, I do but not I want feel that. like some of these governments would be like, well, if it hit that country, I'm okay with that. Yeah, like that's how people. I feel. <laughs> but I think, well, I guess Battle LA was like it hit every country, and we just happened to see the LA battle. Yeah, 
Yeah, but it was hitting it the hit, other country. It hit every major oh, okay, city we, in the okay. area. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it, it hit everyone. But I it's think just, it's on. It might be on HBO Max. Yeah, um, it's not. It's okay. pretty or good. Netflix. It's, it's yeah. a fun action movie. Okay, yeah, it's out there. Yeah, all right. Yeah. It's so. not sad. Okay, thank you. Um, so right okay. after, I right to after I you watch Starship, <laughs> right after you watch Starship <laughs> Troopers, <laughs> you jump right on that okay. battle, LA. <laughs> you can say which one you like more. Okay, I will, I will update you. I will update you. Right. I will. <laughs> All right, let's switch on over to uh, Julia's Corner. <laughs> okay, welcome. Sit back and relax and welcome to Julia's Corner. Today, we're going to talk about 10 things you shouldn't be storing on your kitchen countertop. Oh, yes, I did say that. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) this was an article I stumbled upon by Megan Jones. Um, She wrote it, I think, in um, 2017, but she recently updated it January 31st, 2022. And it's on the website tasteofhome.com, so they surely know what they're talking about. And um, it was just really interesting, you know, she was saying, um, okay, well, since there are like 10 things, we'll just start it right off. There's, she's mm-hmm. saying um, kitchen appliances might not be the best thing to, to put on your counter, especially if you're not using it very often. What do you think? Well, yeah, if I'm not, I guess, yeah, if I'm not using something, I don't have the, we don't have like the mixer on the counter at all times. Well, that's because we don't have space. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, well. I think if yeah, I if had I, space, I would have all my appliances. I would have it all up there, yeah, right? If, I don't right, care yeah. how often I use it. I yeah. Think, yeah, if I had a big <laughs> right? kitchen, then they would just be sitting. Yeah, there. it'd all be sitting up there. Okay, <laughs> all right. I because I, I was reading this and I was like, well, if I had space, I'd. But keep I guess there. if 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 you're saving space and yeah, yeah you, you, you take it off, you take it off. But. Her thing is just it just you know contributes to like clutter, you know. It doesn't bother me. No, the okay. I'm saying if yeah. if there's space, I don't care if it, it's just sitting there and I use it once a quarter. But yeah. Yeah. I, that that doesn't bother me. Yeah, some some people I know some bothers. people like right. Some people they like a, a like all counter space is just not there. Like yeah. right. they don't want any knickknacks or right. anything there. I and that's okay. Yeah. That's yeah. not my kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it doesn't bother me. Um, number two, however, she says papers. Do you have papers on your kitchen counter? Like, like, what do you mean papers? I'm, like, I mean, she's mail? just like mail, newspapers, <laughs> magazines. I have, no, no, I, I, have mail. I have mail that hasn't made it over to the, the table so I can uh, shred it. But, oh, um, yeah. but that's at the end of the counter where I wouldn't use that anyway. Yeah. Oh, so you do, you know, I never like. Put, because like, it's on the on way to the dining room but, table. But, oh, I yeah. got it. Like oh. we have, you like, know what I'm saying? We have almost yeah, like yeah. a basket. That's like almost it's like on the, the way. Basket. Yeah, yeah, it's on the way. Yeah, so that's why. That's why yeah. it's okay. on the edge there. But I don't use the edge. Yeah, we don't use the <laughs> so, edge. Of the but it's all <laughs> like junk mail and stuff. Yeah. So I have to shred it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like a holding place. It's yeah, a holding place. I like that. I like that. Number three, serveware, which I thought was very funny. Like, as if all of us have fancy china. No. <laughs> I was like, sir, what's serveware? Like, what is that? Yeah, I had yeah. to look it up, too. I was like, what is that? And it showed a little picture of a little teapot no. and everything. Um, oh, yeah, no. no. Yeah. I mean, it's, I guess no. she's. I have the, I have the I flour, was... sugar, pe- pe- what is it? Flour, sugar, oh, tea. Yeah. Um, Number four. 
canisters. Thing. Canisters? <laughs> yeah, we have canisters. Number four is canisters. They're like, yeah. you know, because they're clunky and chunky usually to no, store your sugar flour, you might not want them on your counter. But I'm like... I think they're adorable. I like them. I, yeah. It's a homey feel. It, it that's, them, yeah, that's, it feels like a house. Right. <laughs> I'm not into the. I'm not Sleep into the to the the um. What do you call it? This is a word. Uh, this she, austere kitchen. Yeah. Look. Like she minimalism. does say. Yeah. No. It's like a preference, you know, because sometimes yeah. it could be very decorative and like add, but yeah. sometimes yeah. they're like in the way because they're too chunky. But I mean, yeah. if you have space, big. I would think. <laughs> But yeah. where they are, I wouldn't be using that space anyway. Yeah, especially, you know it, what I'm saying? Because they're yeah. like tucked in the in the back in a corner next yeah. to the microwave that's on the counter. Right. And yeah. so they, I wouldn't be cutting up things in that spot. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Right. So they're near the, the coffee machine as well because right. the sugar is. Because right. Right. you add that to your coffee. Yeah, the Keurig but... is on one side and the microwave <laughs> is the other side. And all the stuff is you in the middle. You guys feel very strongly about this, and I am glad you're speaking up now. <laughs> I can't wait to see what you feel about number five. Uh-huh. Well, number five is spices. Some people feel the need to leave them out on the counter, just, you know... I mean, now, I have a reach, good easy reach, right? I guess it's in my cupboard. It is in yeah, my cupboard, but, we, you put it but the near, cupboard is, is near above the, the stove, near the stove. So when you're cooking, you pull it out of the cupboard, right? And you put agree. it on the stuff, put it back in the cupboard, right? Yeah. But my mom say, used to have a rack nearby, oh, right? And she would have those McCormick like yes. 800 spices <laughs> <Yes>. of McCormick's <laughs> mix and match sizes. Oh, my mom. Right. Had that too. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. But she was actually saying that it degrades spices to have them out in the light and near heat sources. So it can degrade I mean, the flavors I'm, of the spices if you keep them out. I have heard that, but the thing is, I use them so much and so quickly that they're not degrading. It's very okay. yeah. Like, I guess I don't I've, buy yeah. I don't buy spices that, that don't I don't use. I use once. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't. I never got. I never bought spices just for the sake of buying the spice. It was like right. I want this particular flavor, so I'm going to get yeah. this particular thing, and then right. I use it a ton. Yeah. Right. So it was very rare that I had a random yeah. spice. Because, I mean, like, yeah, let's say some recipes might call for some kind of um, parsley, chopped parsley or something, and yeah. not fresh one. And mm. so, okay, I bought it. But sometimes but, I would use it in other But things. if I don't use it, it sits in the back of the cupboard. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. And then one day I will throw it in the trash. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes I I see I would try to but, use it in but, other things to but, see to yeah. like but, use yeah. up. Oh, you would experiment. Yeah. See, I'm not a cook, yeah. so no. I can't really relate to this question. <laughs> no, there's a whole lot of stuff in the back of the thing that I'm not yeah. putting in our foods. Yeah, I know. No, I'm saying like, no. well, at least when I was in England, I'd buy something. Oh, right, right. And I was like, oh, I have I have extra, and I was like, well, yeah. I'll just put it in like the next yeah. thing I make. Because I don't, like you know, like like yeah. dill or certain time i'm not putting that in my food unless it's a specific right unless it calls for it yes (laughs) (laughs) well number six is knives you know how people usually have like that little butcher block thing with the knives yeah 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 yeah. i have that but again it's in a spot where i wouldn't use so i'm okay with it it's fine like if you have the space i think and i do use it okay (laughs) Yeah. They're saying because you like, know what the the, the 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 cutlery drawer doesn't have the space yeah. for stuff like that, right? 
Right. By the time I put the that plastic cutlery Thing. organizer yeah. in the drawer, I don't have space for right. it legit those big fit knives. The, right. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying something about, or she was commenting about, like, the safety issue of it, but I would think it would be easier to reach or get from a drawer <laughs> yeah. for a yeah. kid to be, I'm a, you know I mean... I mean and as, also, I um, never, as a kid, went up and grabbed the knives. Nobody yeah. grabbed the knives. Nobody <laughs> was, was having never, that urge. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I never had I an agree. urge to grab yeah. the knives like that. No. Yeah. No, neither did I. That's a different, um, That's a a different, different topic for a different on. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. <laughs> Moving right along. Olive oil. Do you keep your olive oil out? I don't. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, my my brother keeps his olive oil next to this fake pickle bottle of vegetables that I think they bought at. Um, <laughs> well, that could be like one away. of those. No, one I of those. Um, one of yeah. yeah, one of those fancy stores, but they have they have it sitting next to it and stuff, and it's almost like a an arrangement. Yeah. I my olive oil is in the cupboard. Yeah, we put yeah. it in the cupboard. I have it Ours in the cupboard. Too. But I I know people who have their olive oil out. I, right. Yeah, I don't leave it out. Yeah. I never yeah. did. But I, I guess in my head it just went in the cupboard all the time. Right. So I just, it just feels super well, that way. I mean, just, you know, not super. Well, it, you know, the, the thing word, is, but. yeah, I think it depends on how often you use it, too. I think so, too. Um, and I mean, I used it often, but I guess I just never, because we put it in the cupboard, I just automatically copied <laughs> that well, I don't right. have space for that. Yeah. <laughs> I have space for all the other junk. I don't have space for the other one. <laughs> Actually, wait a minute. I have a spray olive oil on the cu- counter. On the counter. Oh. Yes, I do. That one's fun. But that yeah. was like that I one have, I have, more. I have spray quick, olive oil, and yeah. then I have yeah. the pourable olive oil. The, the yes. pour one goes in the, the cupboard, and the spray the one's spray one's on sitting on the counter. See, yeah. I agree with that because you would like spray to like cook. Spray, and right? Just, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good point. Um, did we do that? Was number seven? Okay, number eight, junk food. No, no, I don't put that on the counter. I don't. I just yeah, I don't. Mm-mm. That's not a good idea for grazers. I think sometimes such we have like a, a, you put fruit on the kitchen table. Yeah, you have like a yeah. fruit basket, but that's on the table. That's yeah. not the counter. Also, that's not a snack, but yeah, to me, but yeah, but yeah, I don't have junk food on. Yeah. I barely buy it. Yeah, so. yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't eat a whole lot of junk Mm-mm. food. We don't like. I don't like junk food. <laughs> yeah, it's a good practice not to get into. So, not that I would know <laughs> well, anything about that. No, norm, normally, it gives me um, indigestion now, like the chips, because they're so oily. My body oh, really? doesn't like really oily things. Yeah, I think it's so because I, just, I don't have. They're not young kids. Because right. when they're young kids, I had a bunch of yeah, right, right, um, right, junk foods and stuff. But yeah. now, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I I would eat like I like maybe I can have a handful of chips. But then after that, I'm pretty much good for another month. Like, I'm pretty, my body's oh my God, like, you I got it, that's you. enough. I envy you. I just, wow, really? Oh, my God. You know, it's like that, you know, the Lay's commercial, you can't just eat one. Yeah, you can eat, yeah, yeah. Yeah, They're I, not I, lying. Got, I think we <laughs> got some, like, lying. sun chips, and I ate some, and then, like, I had to take Tums. I got violently was, like, ill with sun chips. Eating sun chips. Sun chips so. are just as bad, if not worse, and you think you're doing your body a favor, but yeah. there yeah, are, no. you know... No, because yeah. whatever healthy. is on them, right? Whatever's on them, the cheese the, yeah, the, thingy or whatever, I, I, I can't eat it. 
I think because I stopped eating so much junk food when I went to first when I went to Korea because their their chips and stuff was very different. Everything also was much healthier. So by the time I came back, my body was like not used to American level of salt and sugar. Oh. And then when I went to England, same thing happened where I stopped putting certain like I don't put sugar in my stuff anymore yeah. everything's very if you compared it to average american stuff it's very bland because yeah. i can't handle super sweet anymore it's like i hate the taste of super sweet and i hate the taste of super salty wow. so now and super oily i i tend to break out if i eat too much so i just really? like my food is extremely light <laughs> yeah wow. lighter than ever yeah. which i guess is good it's a good it's thing a, yeah it's a good thing, a good thing. you're healthy you're doing the right things. I like it. Oh, number nine, uh, puzzling, cleaning products on your counter? I, I would like, not put, like like bleach or something? Like or dish like, soap, disinfectant. I have it, yeah, I have that. Dish I soap. have I have the dishwashing liquid on the side. I have a hand soap. Well, that yeah. makes sense. Uh, decanter that's... on this on there. Right. I have um, at the end of the corner. We have. Um, like I have the, the oven wipes. The oven the oven cleaner, and I have Clorox wipes. Yeah. Well, it's a different world now, right? It's a different yeah, world, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Because Just... asked me that a year ago, and I wouldn't have had yeah, the, no, oven, the Clorox wipes. <laughs> but right. now it's like and li- and like soft spray. Because <laughs> I was like, what cleaning products? I don't think so. But yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like now, bleach. yeah, get yeah. get it all out. And the bleach is under the under <laughs> the sink. <laughs> sink yeah, mm-hmm. I will Ready throw some go. bleach out <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah, sometimes um, you walk through the room and you smell bleach, and you're like, <laughs> something was wiped down. <laughs> it's the new normal. It's the new it's normal. The it's new like, thing, oh, I'm yeah. safe and it's clean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, last but not least, my friends, number ten, electronics. And I wholeheartedly disagree. I think you can keep like, electronics on there, like Alexa. Oh my god! Like, oh. What do you mean by like? Well, like Alexa. Like I guess they're thinking. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't have that. Okay, all right. I don't do Alexa. We don't, yeah, we don't have Alexa. I guess no. Yeah, you don't do Alexa. Do you have an Alexa? No, we don't. No. We don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> I have an Alexa in my car. No, no, we don't have anything. No, I don't want to hear her. Oh my god, oh my. she is. She's a very cool friend to have, my friends. She's very cool. Yeah, I don't have her. Yeah. I think. I well, say. I guess. I guess Samsung. I shut I guess it down. Google, they, I have like, hey Google, but I don't. Talk no, to they it. they Kindle keeps trying to bring her on, and I keep shutting it down. Okay. Um, they'll p- try to pop it in. It's like no. Samsung has a has an <laughs> AI called Bix. Bix Bixby. Bixby, yeah. 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 And uh, I heard that one's not bad. I just never turned it on. Yeah. So so when I was in England, my friend, yeah. she had Alexa, yeah. and she, so she's yeah. in the kitchen. She's like, Alexa, play, bleedy, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and then I mean, the music plays, comes on or whatever. She plays music. She get, You can set your alarms, different timers, yeah. a yeah. to-do list. I mean, she plays Netflix for me. Yeah, and Brian then I tell her to stop. Yeah. I have this lamp, like I, I have mm-hmm. her turned off right now because whenever I say mm-hmm. her name, she'll you know interrupt. Well, that's the thing too. Yeah, you can stop yeah, her. I, I She's annoying. like yeah. on pause, like so I can say yeah. her name as much as I want. But there, she controls my lamp. I'll tell mm. her you know to turn it on and off. There, there's an app now. I told my mom about this. That is like an AI 
it's an AI companion that you can choose what it want, like what you want it to be for you. Mm. Where it's like a friend or like a search oh. engine or whatever. Oh my! It's called like it's called like replica, oh. and it and people made videos of it of like like see it's saying like dangerous stuff for kids but it mimics whatever you're saying and it learns from you so if you're giving it bad and from data to go on then it's just mimicking what you're saying so that's the annoying part about when i see people online where it's like it's i mean i'm not the biggest fan of ai companions but when people are like oh it's saying rude things or or it curses me out it's like that's because you cursed at it for the first year of its life and now it's repeating what (laughs) you said back to you but if you act like a normal human being with it, (laughs) (laughs) then you don't tend to have the, like someone was like, I just used it as like a a good way to get ideas so that I think they were a type of like a writer or something so that they start talking about stories. So whenever it comes on, it's like, Oh, did you see the latest movie? Blah, blah. blah." And it starts talking back and forth and it gives them story ideas for different things. And, so they don't have the issue of the whole, oh, it right. says bad things because they've been using it for yeah. a completely oh, different thing. But it's a AI friend. That's the point of it. Yeah. It like it you can I think you can even like um it has a voice. It has like a AI voice so that you can call it and it talks to you. Oh. And I was like, interesting. <laughs> but hard pass. Uh, I'm not into that. Although yeah. in my head, I'm like, that might be closer to near future than like yeah. when we talk about yeah. tech. I'm like, that might be yeah. in my lifetime. But, but I just saw that. an article about right. how your the generation, <clears throat> your generation or lower the gen Gen X are um, very much lonely and uh, and isolated, feel isolated and feel right. lonely. So yeah, I saw, I saw forming a relationship with an AI. <laughs> may not be the for for idea. some people may not be the best even though yeah. it keeps them it in their happy the hole, it, right it yeah. keeps them in their happy space yeah. but at the same time you're just may maybe exacerbating your yeah. issues yeah. right um cuz the thing mimics like i said it be, it's an ai that learns from you which most do like Siri and all that learn from you yeah. so the more you use it the more it can predict how you're going to react to things or how what it should say to get you to at least for Siri to maybe buy something but but for like the AI companion it's like oh it makes it feel like it's a friend but that's because if you show interest in Marvel all the time it's going to start talking about Marvel right, because of course. clearly you like Marvel yeah so it's just mimic it's just bouncing off of whatever you input which is a a reminder of what the other thing i was going to talk about very briefly about ai um using data that then um has caused racial profiling Mm. because of lack of certain information so face recognition which has been based on uh certain you know um features and so on Yeah. that then does not work on people who are not of that demographic. And so then it brings up a certain result when they're trying to use it for uh, facial recognition or for security or for right. things like that. Yeah. Somebody's conspir- conspiracy theory was that, like, and what brought what reminded me is when you said that these AIs are learning, the more you use it, they learn right. how we think and what we say is that they feel that these social media platforms that are 
promoting video mm. um, uh, as part of a way to get the the better reach um, to, you know, the more you videos you put up, the, the bigger your reach is and they'll help you get to that reach is that the data is then collected because you can then, you have a bigger pool of people um, whose features are now collected mm. um, in, in, are being mined, basically like a data mining that, and, you know, if you believe that social media, these social media platforms are not, are there to, to, uh, to help society in one way, but also to sell your information in another way, then that is another thing that um, collecting data to be used, I guess, eventually against you. But um, so that is, a, that is just a discussion in the thing. I yeah. don't have an opinion one I mean, way or the I, other because I, I haven't checked it out. I, I, saw a programmer talking about the AI thing and he was basically said he's about like the racial thing um, because there's different AI companions and some one person's like see it's it's being racist or whatever but it's 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 data is from whatever website and whatever people input so if you enough racist people input something mm. it's going to mimic out it's going to spit out what you, data you gave it um, but yeah he was like there's no such thing as a like yeah, he's like no such thing as a racist AI. He's like the person who made it's racist. That's the issue. Right, it's right. user that, error the data, again. The, yeah, the the data they he's like they just sp they're a sponge. Yeah, and they just get all the info they that right. you tell them to get, right. and then they regurgitate it in some fashion or way that seems like it's a real person or realistic. But if you're giving it a bunch of hate, it's going to spill out a bunch of hate. Yeah. If, if right. you if you do something that's benign, it's going to do something benign. Yeah, um, right. they don't learn. The, the whole learning thing is not like a human. It, they don't right. learn like we do. <laughs> right, they're not extrapolating. Yeah. that in that in way. context or anything. Yeah. They're it's it's like so people need to be mindful. Right. Yeah. Of, like, what are you giving it? Right. Yeah, that's what you're going to get. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So when when you said the the electricity electronics on the counter, it made mm -hmm. me think about. Um, back in the day, growing up, my aunt and even my parent, I guess, parents had radios on mm. their counter. Mm. So they would listen to, um, they used to have uh, soap operas on, oh. um, on, on the, the radio. radio. So it was like story, like radio stories, mm -hmm. like the BBC, yeah. you had these plays or whatever and they were the worlds that was and, and so <laughs> while they're cooking or whatever Aww. a certain time of the day you had stories that would come on and i remember Aww. my aunt at lunchtime she'd cook make lunch and then sit and listen but that was on the counter i don't have the right. radio thing on the counter but you do your um book Yes, I do bring I do bring my audio book and prop it on the counter, the Kindle. Oh, see, I do bring the Kindle and then computers, phones, like yeah, that type of thing. Yeah. My phone is usually in my pocket, so I don't but <laughs> I usually cook, I cook in silence. I tend to be like thinking oh, really? cook in silence. Yeah. 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 We used Sometimes to have I do, but it's I listen. Growing up, yeah. and put it up on the yeah. fridge, but they would yeah, play music. It, right. It would ever, yeah. Same yeah. idea. Yeah, I guess now I just go to like Spotify. And start but, then, something. but then, but then, when <laughs> I leave the kitchen, I'm taking the Kindle oh, you're with taking me, it with or I'm see, taking, I think that's or different. I'm taking the computer with me. Yeah. So it's not. A, it's just yeah, you there. brought it into the kitchen. I just, and yeah, and then I take kitchen. it out. I don't have it propped up there, but um, yeah. 
but but I do remember this the, or the TV. Like my, my mom used to have this small little, oh really? Small oh, like little portable TV. Portable TV, and mm-hmm. she would have it was black and white, and it would be on the this back in the day, and she'd have it on the refrigerator because, mm. of course, the antenna you're trying to get <laughs> you're trying to get a clear signal. It's funny because I our, our TV in the dining room had an antenna, yeah, and I remember messing with it to get a good signal yeah because i remember yeah it would always the go out during rabbit the storm ears. or something and yeah yeah we yeah, would, the rabbit ears my brother and i would be like yeah. playing with it like trying yeah. to get and we're like we think is it, it? yeah we got it sit down and then and, you sit down and you're yeah. like you back away slowly yes. like okay but but yeah so i so yeah yeah, yeah. i think i can see people having something um something there if they're in the kitchen a lot would you get an ai companion julia would you get an ai friend she's already got alexa well she's not your friend though she's like your i don't know julia did not say (laughs) well she i turned her off she she can still hear you i think (laughs) (laughs) i mean i have my little video thing covered because you know has that option you know, so oh, I have yeah, it closed yeah. all mm-hmm. the time and mm-hmm. I do turn her off like when I'm working and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. she doesn't interrupt mm-hmm. me, but I wouldn't yeah. call her a companion or a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess what you get, like if, if someone was like on your phone, you can get an AI, an app that has an AI friend that you could just talk to. Would you no, get No, because I would know it was me. <laughs> Same you know here. I mean? like, yeah, the only, yeah like, same right. here. You're yeah. just copying me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're just. I know how awesome you're I talking am. to Julia. I don't need to. I can talk to. I talk to myself all the time already, so I don't. Right. I don't right. need that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was number ten, and she actually did write okay. it in originally in 2019, and just now, okay. um, you know, updated okay. it. So it's all good. Yeah. But yeah. It'll be interesting to see in our habits as, you know, as as we've grown to in the next right. five or ten years, what our kitchens will look like. Because right. when we watch um, Hunter, uh, House Hunters International oh. and we see houses in different cultures and, and some house that is, you know, this came from 50 years ago, 100 years ago, even the setup of a kitchen might be slightly yeah, different. different. And, right, yeah. and what was the focus of the kitchen has slightly changed, but right. not a heck of a lot. Right. Um, we have a lot more appliances, so counter space is just right, a commodity. Right. So point. now, right, wow. counter yeah. space is a huge deal when yeah. somebody's looking at a house because right. they're like, thinking about all the appliances. Co- like a copy machine, <laughs> yeah. a microwave, uh, probably blender. a mixer, yeah. a blender, yeah. right. uh, maybe now an air fryer or yeah. some type of toaster right. oven, like that type yeah. of thing. Right. Yeah. Well, my sister, yeah. one of my sisters just got her kitchen redone and she has a microwave that pops out of her island like a drawer. Oh, wow. And you put stuff in and then you close it. You close it in. Okay. Oh, it's a microwave. I saw that. I was like, what? I, I saw a refrigerator like that mm. on the House Hunters. Mm. They pulled out a drawer and, a and it was a refrigerator. And it's like, so like how you would see a stack of drawers yeah. as no a cabinet. Way. Oh, it was, the, it was a, the whole thing is a fridge, oh. but it's like different drawers you're pulling out. <laughs> That's oh. cool. So it wasn't, so, it, but it wasn't, cool. but that means it was not the size of a big fridge. No. Oh, right, right. It's the size of, from the counter 
to the floor. Oh my. Yeah, it's okay. a mini fridge. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting. But it was an interesting, an interesting way, interesting, and I was just yeah. like, I'm not sure if I. If, how you if felt about and functional it. are two things, right? <laughs> if they had done like a ceiling to floor full fridge, then mm-hmm. I might be more on board. But the fact that it's, it's a mini fridge, yeah. that'd be a little right. annoying. That was the whole thing. I was like, it's cute, but how functional is it yeah. for? Mm-hmm. Ad, for you know, I'm looking at my refrigerator now and trying to imagine cramming that into right. three drawers or four is like. Yeah. Uh. Uh, <laughs> it's like no, yeah, you know, and and again with America, we don't tend to shop every three days or no, every two days. We bulk, buy. you know, we bulk by, yeah, to avoid that. So. Right, right. But that is a wonderful ten, ten things, yeah. Julia. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, yeah. So, good discussion. Yeah, good discussion. Yep. Yeah. And on that note, we'll end here with prickly pens. And oh, Julia, what do we do? Stay prickly. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Okay, bye.